what else? <clears throat> I know I need a fucking haircut. I'm not even brushing my hair. I'm taking showers. Um, yo, we're gonna start seeing PSAs, public service announcements from celebrities, actors, musicians today. I was actually asked to do one. Um, where they say, please stay inside. I'm so and so. Please stay inside. I, 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 I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not asking. Please. I'm telling motherfuckers, stay your little punk, dirty, shit-stained ass inside. Parents, go outside. Grab your fucking kids by the neck. If you have sons, grab your daughters by the fucking the little wedgie, the little fucking the panty area, and drag them the fuck inside. All right. Motherfuckers still don't want to listen and people are like please come inside get your kids Okay, go get your fucking kids wherever they are. They're not going to hang with their friend Now you need to get on some tough old-school 1930s shit Okay, parents be responsible for your fucking kids. All right They're Like, please stay inside you guys you don't understand fuck all that get your little dirty fucking grubby selfish YOLO fucking dumb tattooed faces in the fucking house parents get your fucking kids remember that old PSA back in the 70s it's 9 a.m. do you know where your kids are this shit's 24 7 get your fucking kids in the fucking house don't ask don't be nice like where are you Jeff Donna uh, Tracy what are you guys doing they're out giving motherfuckers diseases and catching diseases this nice guy shit it's done. Get your fucking kids in the fucking house. I know they're fucking annoying. If you see my kids in the outside, okay? If you see my sons outside, drop kick them in the fucking neck. All right, I'm giving you permission. If anybody sees my kids outside, hanging out, gathering, social gathering, you could tell them, your father said, uh, uh, we can kick you in the fucking neck. Get your fucking kids in the fucking house. Stop asking questions. Little spoiled little shits. You can't be nice to these little motherfuckers anymore. You're gonna see these PSAs. I'm not doing it. My PSA is get your fucking ass in the house, you little selfish motherfucker, you. Selfish motherfucker, you. Selfish motherfucker, you. Live via satellite from South Philly and beyond. Wait, we're on right now? Yes. All right. What's we start over? Are you with it? No. No, no we're, we're with it. it. What's beyond? Beyond is whatever. That's like the universe. But also, you're the only one in South Philly. Me and Vin are elsewhere. We're beyond, actually. Parts unknown. Yeah, you're not. You're not beyond. Me and Vin are. Okay. Got it. I do. I fire. Right, cool. Vinny Pass presents the motherfucking Brawl Street breakdown. I don't know if that cursing was necessary. No. Featuring the OG Gavin. Hello. And yours truly, Professor Pablo. What's up, everybody? With tonight's special guest. Here we go. You, you sitting down? I'm ready. I'm actor, ready, actually. Actor. <laughs> Jack Black. Okay. I know that fool. Nacho Libre. I knew you would mark that movie. I love it. We'll Chacha, I need some we'll, sweats. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Rock Legends. Yes. The Who. Okay. Hip hop artist, Philly's own, Schooly D. And wrestler, one of my all time favorites, George the Animal Steel. Something related to teachers. Ladies and gentlemen in attendance, 
Here's Pazzy. Where's that with the Jack yeah, Black he... clearly the teacher in that school yes. rock. Where's Lord the who though? Steel. I don't know. Right. And, and school and school he did school. Right. So the kids are out, it's the school year has been canceled. Yes, very good. Very hey. good. What was the it's the kids where's the kids songs? Doesn't isn't that what right. isn't that what Neil's singing though in the young ones? School's out forever. That's Alice Cooper. And Santa who? No. <laughs> you fucked up the whole thing by doing that. Right. That was, well, you know, as I say, that's my red herring. <laughs> it's not even a red herring. I'm concentrating on the who, and the who is a fucking one-way, uh, wrong-way street. But do they have a school song? No. You sure? I think. They got a lot of records. I don't it burns know. Me I don't up think that, so. It burns <sighs> It's Alice Cooper. School's out, bro. It burns me up because I don't like Alice Cooper. Now I, I like that song, so now I have to give him props. Yeah. Well, you guys like guessed the, it. You don't like the big guillotine thing he does? It's fine. Again, he's up there with um, Iggy Pop. You give all the Both. respect that respect is due, but it's just not. It's just an old man's thing, in my opinion. I don't like Both Iggy Detroit. Pop. Both from Detroit. I don't I like the Stooges either. Thank you. Both from Detroit. But Jeff and I already talked about this, and he says they deserve respect because they started it all. Of course. No, I don't know about they started it all, but of course they deserve respect. I, there's a lot of stuff that I might not particularly like, that, but it deserves the respect. Fine. I don't love the New York Dolls, but they get, you know, they get, they should get respect. You know yes. Saying? Yes. All right. Cool. So... <laughs> now what that podcast is over thanks for thanks for listening yeah so we're still inside we're still doing nothing we've basically not moved since the last episode wait don't isn't there an intro don't i get an intro it, oh, it yeah. was said it was said no it wasn't no it wasn't ladies it, and was, gentlemen in it was said but i'll say it again because i love them so much right. ladies and gentlemen in attendance Here's Pazzy. That was not said. I don't think you did it. Tell the tape. We'll we'll figure it out. No, because we started trying to figure out your fucked up riddle. Yeah, with the who. Yeah, before you had a chance to say it. I'm going back to the the tapes just to see it, make sure that that song's not is the who and not Alice Cooper. Oh, you're out. Look it up right now. Look it up right now. I'm doing a podcast. Do Do the click click thing. I like that. It sounds good on the podcast. It sounds like a sound effect, and you're really doing it. School's it out. does. Summer. I thought it was school's out forever. It is. He says in that the, in it. Yeah. He says, that he says both. Summer. School's out for summer. School's yeah, out for forever. This guy's got a stupid top hat on and makeup. Better don't talk it's about school. It's so, not my thing. Not my thing, man. So do you. You got a top hat and makeup on. I wish. Nobody's, nobody's <laughs> shooting on you. <laughs> Let me see. We let you I... live. Let, let Alice live. The, the Who's School Songs. Let me see. Good. The Who's School's Out. Let me see. Uh, now, didn't come up. No. Google would lie to me. No. Uh, no, you know what that means. Other, There's many idiots. Who <laughs> <laughs> think it was the Who? Who yeah. think it was the Who who typed that? Maybe. You don't, uh... you don't think Cooper sounds like Daltrey a little bit? No. No. 
one's from Detroit, one's from England. A. B. Um, I don't think Alice Cooper is is known for being uh, uh, a vocalist per se. Correct. Correct. And Daltrey can absolutely sing. He, he can. He can really. Uh, can belt yeah. one out. I mean, he's he's kind of considered maybe one of the best front men ever. I don't know. Who's like saying that? that? Who's saying what? Like you're talking about like Rolling Stone? What the fuck are you talking about? Who's saying <laughs> people are saying he's one of the best of all time? I've no, never heard I'm that. I'm saying I'm saying people oh shut up. I'm saying people, <laughs> you know, if like Rolling Stone magazine or something did a, an article on the top fifty front men of all time, Daltrey would absolutely be in it. The top 50, of course. You made it seem like top 10, and then I care about Rolling Stone. There's an argument. I'm just saying some general uh, uh, music publication that has the same list of, of shit every year, you know, like the, their top 10 is always the same, whatever, whatever. I'm saying there's an argument to be had that he's one of the best frontmen of all time, dickhead. You're, but you're saying that or just there is an argument? I never thought about it, but I'm saying there's an argument. Well, this, this, this fucking Scott Vogel from Terror, you know, God forbid he leaves me alone. (laughs) Did he listen to the last episode? Uh, Have we heard any feedback or no? I certainly have not. Not yet. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a person that tours all year and now he's not doing anything. So he's probably going so crazy. Correct. So he's like, yo, 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 me me and Andrew are doing another uh, issue of our zine. A- him and Andrew from Stripe have a zine. Uh, c- can I interview you? And I'm What's like, his zine what? called? Fuck. Oh, man, I have it, too, because I remember. Me, too. I remember thinking it was fucking hard. Should I te- it was really good. Should I text yeah. him? I thought I screenshotted it, but I guess I didn't. He put it in his story or something. Oh, did he? What? That he has a new one? That he was working Pressure on. drop zine? Yeah, I don't know. Pressure drop zine, a hardcore uh, fan zine. Next issue, Professor Pablo. I'm looking right at it. You're fucking out of here. <laughs> he he doesn't know how to use I mean... Yeah, he doesn't. You're right. I just texted him. You, do, y'all know on WhatsApp there's a there's so when you send a message on whatsapp yes there's a little check when it's sent yes when it's sent through there's two little checks yes when the person sees it they turn blue yes so the two little checks are there meaning it went through but they're not blue which means he's too stupid to no to look at the phone. He didn't turn blue yet. You talk to him on WhatsApp? Why? Because he's an idiot. Gotcha. I don't know. He's got an iPhone. First off, he's got an iPhone. So do I. So iMessages, if he, if he, like when I use WhatsApp, it's on tour. We oh, used see. to use it when they used to charge. Correct. But if you so have an would... iPhone, iMessages are free. Right, so I don't but know that's why. a that's a newer thing, though. Yes, 
Because uh, I remember like three or four tours ago, we were still doing WhatsApp. Right. It's within the last year and a half, I believe. Right, 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 right. He's not answering. I forget that. Uh, I, I think it's called pressure drop. I think I, you I, might be right. It was something that I was like, whoa, that's heavy. It, I, uh, it's actually have a, the copy that he sent me is laying around here somewhere, but it was really good. So um, he's like, can I interview you? And I'm like, well, this is the perfect time because, because everyone's doing anything else. Anything, <laughs> yeah. anything else. So he sent me a bunch of questions. I mean, obviously, don't want to give up his interview away because it's for his thing but he it was like a lot of questions like um top three seven inches of all time top three this, top blah 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 blah, top, yeah. blah, top, blah, blah, blah. so the thing with him can you explain this thing with him with punk rock gavin or do you want me to vogel claims that he does not like any punk rock at all. He only likes hardcore. And I've had conversations with him, the same conversation with him probably three times, where by the end of it, I've convinced him that it's the same thing. Right. And that he actually does like punk rock because I'll start naming things that I know that he likes and he does like them. But for whatever reason, his... his gimmick is to say that he doesn't like punk rock. He only likes hardcore. Correct. And his but own... he loves like the group sex, the Circle Jerks group sex record, which is like the most punk rock record of ever. Victor so it's Payne like he loves. Yeah. Like, so, so he doesn't have a line that he draws, but he loves to tell people that he doesn't like punk rock. Right. And his own brother thinks he's an idiot. <laughs> And the funniest part is, I think he's convinced himself that he doesn't on some level, but he really does. So I, I'm not. I agree. I'm not sure exactly what the His story about about is. is. Yeah. Yes. Professor, have you ever been there when one of these convos has gone on? And are, and did you know that this was his opinion? Prior I was not. That? I was not aware of this at all. I figured he'd be more worldly than that. No, no. He says I, he doesn't like punk rock. Only well, I mean, hardcore. well, is he a, a kid that started out in hardcore? Because I started out in punk rock. Because hardcore kind of wasn't even there yet. But he, but, but bro, he's older than you. But that's us. He still kind of got into the life later. He's, I think he's a couple years older than me. He's, he's like your age. Man, he looks okay. horrible for his age. I thought he was younger than me. I think good. he looks. I think he actually looks really good. So do I. Um, he's all like in shape and stuff. Yeah. He uh, no, he's been down forever. Okay. Then I I can't I can't explain it. There, it's it's to me it's, it's to me it's one and the same. If you say you say you don't like metal, that's one thing. Or glam rock, but like hardcore and punk to me are the same. Yeah, but me then, too. But hold on though. Hold on, hold on. Are we saying to us they're the same? Yes. Okay, because then that becomes different because, Jeff, you and I had those long talks years ago in which you convinced me. And 
ruined a lot of bands for me because you're like, yo, listen to that. It's metal with a hardcore singer. Yeah. I think that... So th- that stuff, I- I'm, I don't know what I think about. It's kind of like... Um, I think... So I-, I-, I brought this up last week when we were talking about wrestling and I was saying it passed me by. And I this said the same thing with smiling. I'd like to know because you're 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 checking yourself in what you think is a mirror, but it's a camera. <laughs> no, moron! I so it's my hat. I feel like it's like a two way mirror. You don't know I'm looking no, at you, but I'm really no voy- voyeuristic. No shit for brains. I feel I like a have... voyeur. No, you retard! I leaned <laughs> over to switch my hat because I, I can't get a haircut in the quarantine, and I forgot that this isn't on video. That it's just us three. Well, it can be on video. I get the video feed as well. Yeah, but I, I don't know about that. So you're you're fixing yourself in the mirror, and Jeff's image is he's got the iPad on his chest, so it looks like I'm I'm giving him oral and I'm looking up at him. <laughs> I only see half of him. So it's it couldn't be better for me. It's the important half. Let's see what happens here. Am I am I pleasing you, Jeff? Always. Thank you. Wait, last time I was able to move y'all, like switch the switcheroo. Well, yep. when you just flipped your iPad, the world changed. Same so with me. It's that yeah, part. same with me. I tried this. I tried to manually move you guys too, and it didn't work. Uh, so we're just stuck. Stuck so, in the middle of you. So Vogel, uh, he's got a zine. He doesn't know that he likes punk rock. But I, I agree with what you're saying. Okay? He he's, he's still handsome and he's in shape. That's So far, that's the recap. So far, it's the recap of our show. But yeah. after, after you brought that up episodes ago, Jeff, I, I didn't, it didn't occur to me either. Oh, like, AF was, was super metal. They weren't hardcore. I, I remember what, what Vinny said. Yeah. Or, or Vinny had asked me. Okay, so last week I brought up that wrestling had kind of passed me by and I mentioned it's kind of like hardcore and you know, these new hardcore bands, it just is not my time for this. So my, uh, over the course of uh, uh, the evolution of that type of music, I feel like the definition has changed as well. Yeah. And I think the same thing has happened in all kinds of uh, alternative, for lack of a better word, uh, music. It happened in in hip hop. It happened in uh, 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 punk rock. It happened in uh, hardcore. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want to say. It has evolved, and as it evolves, younger people come into the mix, and some of the older heads still stay on. So, what's the obvious answer? The older heads are always going to say that the stuff from their time was the was what defines it for them. Yes. Doesn't mean you can't appreciate new stuff, but the definite. So if if someone played me some new rap song, to me that's not rap stuff, but it still falls under that umbrella. Right. Because it sounds nothing like the stuff that I defined as that. Right. The same thing happened with what what's called hardcore. Some of these newer bands, I may or may not like it. I, it, it doesn't fit into what I define it as. Yeah. Because in my time and place, it was a certain definition. And the definition of it over time 
has evolved and changed. Right. So I think that's where you get some issues. And I don't think, I, I think some people might not be as understanding of that. So you get a lot of backlash from older heads. You get a lot of backlash from uh, people saying like my time was better. And I don't, I don't necessarily think our time was better. It just resonates with me more. Well, I definitely at one point thought our time was better until we started having those time and place conversations. Yeah. I, I mean, I certainly did too. I, my thinking process has evolved as well. So I don't like, I, I'm all about some, you know, some of the bands that Joe has on, um, this is hardcore. For me, it sounds like metal or whatever. Uh, it's just different than what I define hardcore as or punk rock or whatever. Just because it's different doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. But I, I think that a lot of people will are quick to go to that. My time was better. Your time is shit. It's like in that in that Stephen Blush book. I don't know if either one of you ever read it. The uh, American Hardcore thing. Yeah, I did. That fool says that in 86, hardcore stopped. Right. Because he was done with it. Right. Fucking stop. I can rattle off fucking 15 bands right now from 86 on. Right. That are fucking incredible. You know what I mean? It's only done when you want it to be done. And just because something doesn't resonate with me or I don't like something or I don't define it as a certain thing doesn't mean that it's necessarily bad. Right. You know, it goes back to that conversation that me and you had. And I think me and Pablo had at one point of, how for years we would be like, I'm not watching that show because. Right. And all you're doing is limiting yourself. So if you're going to sit in this little box all the time, well, then you're going to keep watching fucking reruns of like Seinfeld and Sopranos over and over again. You know what I right. mean? Like, right. So why limit yourself? And then if it's something you don't like, why shit on it? It's just not for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would never shit on any of these newer, younger bands because just because it's not for me, I'm all about it. Like, have at it, man. I watched some of those videos that um, uh, Sonny uh, Hate Hate Five Six puts up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have no idea who the band is. I don't like the music, whatever, whatever. But I there's something about that I enjoy about seeing young people that excited and going off about it. Yeah, losing their shit, yeah. Yeah, because that's what we used to do, and I'm just happy that it still exists on some level. Yeah, no, I get that. I wanted to, two things. Uh, uh, Vogel texted me back, uh, Pablo was right, it's pressure drop. Nice. Thank you. And uh, Pablo said, what were you saying about agnostic front and metal? That, you know, some of those bands we're not doing the power chord hardcore. They were doing metals and leads and like, uh, wait, are so you, uh, hold on, hold on. You're implying eventually, right? I mean, well, Victim, no, in, because, Pain is, Victim in Pain is a punk rock record. It's yeah, not a metal 100%. Record. Not cause for alarm. No, you're right. You, no, but you made it seem like Agnostic Front was a metal band, the way you said, you didn't say they became, you were like, that, that was metal. Something, well, something interesting I just thought of. They might be the first band that start to blur those lines. And I don't well, that's, mean... That's where I'm going around with this because that book I told you I'm going to give you, OG, Crossover. 
Yeah. That whole book is about this conversation. Well, I think that... they that's that sh- when when those bands started doing what you're talking about, like cause for alarm pig, uh-huh. that's when people started using that term crossover. Right. So this in our whole time book is about that that scene that yeah. of bands that were definitely considered hardcore slash hardcore punk. Right. That started making these records with like leads and well, you know what I'm saying? I, I think in our time it was defined as crossover. And so we go back to the evolution of it. And I think that over time, the crossover thing started to become its own thing. So you wouldn't call it crossover anymore. Now you were just that type of band. And I think that it kind of just dawned on me when you guys were talking about Agnostic Front that Agnostic Front might be the first band that it's not debatable on any fucking level. That Roger and Stigma are fucking punk rock guys from day fucking one. Right. No doubt. No doubt. But the style of music started to change. So where do you define them? That's where it gets kind of murky. And from that, I think it evolved into its own thing almost. Well, to to validate what you said, I'm not going to get too into it because it's going to end up being my recommendation. But they're the first band in the book. Who so AF? You said they might, huh? AF? Yeah. So when you said gotcha. they might be the this very well done, well researched book, it's literally I'm looking at okay contents. There's a forward, an introduction, a historical background of crossover. Chapter one, first thing, agnostic front. Yeah, I, I mean. Uh, for whatever reason, their music changed and evolved into what it did. I keep saying evolved. I know I keep saying that. That's annoying. But it, it, <laughs> it, it, when it changed into what it became in the cause for alarm and, and a little bit on the Liberty and Justice 4 um, era. I'll just, re- for- I'll just read this. I, I don't even know. It's a paragraph. It's a couple of sentences. Uh, even though Agnostic Front were the forerunners of the second wave of New York hardcore, forming just a short time after the first wave bands like Antidote, The Abused, Urban Waste, Nihilistics, and The Mob, their inclusion amongst the crossover genre was decided for two records of theirs, 1986's Cause for Alarm and 1987's Liberty and Justice. Yeah, Agnostic uh, Front is one of those bands that goes through stages. So you have the the United Blood EP and the uh, and Victim in Pain. So that's that, which is a blueprint hardcore punk rock thing. Right. Then they went into Cause for Alarm, Liberty and Justice. That era is that crossover era, which is like, I don't know. I don't know if they thought they could play better. I'm not sure, but it got murky because... You know, like DRI dudes, okay? Let's use them for an example. When they did the crossover record, they grew their hair out. And they yeah, became, yeah. like, kind of kind of definition crossover dudes. Like, long hair and the, you know, whatever, whatever. I mean, they... AF, they... It was never debatable that those motherfuckers were 100% punk rock fucking guys, no matter what they were fucking playing. So it got weird. Like, how do you define that? Right. 
Well, the same thing. And this is back in a time when you had when you felt like you had to define everything. Now it's just like the second, third record they did. But back then, it, everything for me had to be defined. Like, what the fuck is going on with this? Right, right. But wow. I got hit to them. Liberty and Justice was the first thing I had by them. So I went into it with that being their sound. But because those dudes were as heavy as they were, it was passable to me when I was rejecting all things metal. Yeah. I mean, but that first self-titled DRI record is punk rock as fuck. Right. But what I wanted to say, though, where you're saying about AF and how, whereas DRI called the album crossover, etc. Yeah. I think, and and AF didn't embrace anything like that stylistically, you know, like how they looked and stuff. You knew they were heavy all, the whole time. But I, DRI, like, I think it was like, it was also conscious. Like, yo, maybe we'll get played on Headbangers Ball or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, Yeah, I, I want to say, and I don't does know Does that make this. any sense? Pablo, maybe you can look up what label Crossover was on. Because I feel like I think it was on Megaforce. Yeah, they may have got signed to a bigger thing and thought that there was commercial appeal to it. I think it was on Megaforce. And that's purely fucking guess, but because the production was better, it was a bigger production. Metal it was a Blade. Bigger... Interesting. Yeah, Metal Blade. <clears throat> well, um, but I, I will say though that. And there that was violent, a, that violent pacification thing that DRI did is fucking yeah, shit. fucking rules. Like all that early shit rules. It's yeah, a little bit pop, it, some of it. Some of it's a little bit goofy, but it rules. So starting with dealing with it, which was eighty five, they were on metal. Yeah, band. and then really? crossovers eighty seven. I I didn't realize dealing with it was on Metal Blade as well. Neither did I. And then, do you think that was a do you think they got the rights to it and put it out, or was it originally on there? That is tricky, but I mean, yeah. one thing, whereas one, uh, Brian Slagle from Metal Blade does yeah. not run that label like a, like he's not a dude who would be like, yo, make this more. No, well, I'm no, I'm just offending him. I yeah, no, it. I mean, this, go, this also goes back him. to a time. Well, it goes back to a time in, in metal when it was very similar to punk rock, hardcore, whatever, the labels. Because nobody gave a shit about any of this stuff. You know what I mean? Stuff didn't get, stuff didn't blow up for, I mean, fucking who's the biggest metal band ever? Fucking, I mean, Slayer's one of them. Those fuckers didn't blow up until fucking the third record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and previous to that, how many people fucking know about it? They were playing clubs with fucking what? 500 capacity? Yeah, maybe. Right. Maybe. So it's like it was all this underground stuff. So uh, no, I just wanted like, to I just wanted to like I know how much you dislike metal, but I wanted to Yeah, uh, well, I think a, I think a label like Metal Blade is is so similar back then to what we were into, what I was into that yeah, I can't hate on that at all. It's the same no, thing. No, that's all I wanted to put out. That yeah, ran that like a punk rock label. You right, know what I mean? right, right, right. Like, it was very, it was very handshake. It was very much. Of like, course, uh, I'll put this out. Like nobody had any fucking money. He he let like you know when, when you're talking about uh, an independent label with aspirations, 
to yeah. make money and to be and to be yeah. huge, he would have never let Slayer go. With you know what I mean? With sure, Rick. and and like who who it, when there's no money invo- involved, it's all a handshake in somebody's word because who cares? Right. If there's no right. fucking money. Who gives a shit? Right, but when money did get involved, when when they did blow up in those Metal Blade records that Slayer put out, were selling a couple hundred thousand, which generates yeah. a lot of money. That yo, like if you see Slayer play in L.A., you'll see like Brian Slagle in the pick backstage. You know what I mean? Because he kept it all the way funky. Good. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's That's like, awesome. But yeah. yeah, so P, so Vogel asked these questions. So what? Uh, Gavin knows this. I'm just hipping you to... So everything we just talked about, P, right? Okay. Is based around Vogel telling us that he hates punk rock. Okay. While you have to imagine how I'm answering these questions with that knowledge. So he says, best hardcore frontman. My head is going HR... And then I'm like, oh, Vogel doesn't think that's hardcore. So I'm like trying to help him for what he's trying to. What am I trying to say, Jeff? He's trying to. Uh, he's covering a spe- really specific demographic and oh, ideology oh, of, yes. And so you're trying to answer within the confines of Vogel's. Twisted mind. Do you, you get that, P? Yes, but is he saying to you hardcore only? No. No. Wait, in words or like in right. a convo with him? If he's asking the question, what's is his question it, that? Yes. Well, then you get into the definition three, thing that we see. Then it goes, what does that mean? And right. Something that we don't. Right. So since it's Vogel Zine, Vinny was trying to kind of fit in that parameter are you asking me what his question was specifically with yes words? what did he say words favorite hardcore frontman and i'm like pazzy's definition is, is right so now i have to answer th- this entire interview like gavin said in this guy's wacky in vogel's perception. mindset yes in his distorted worldview but was he rejecting your answers no, but Vinny's no, just trying but, to be like but I was the way Vinny to... is. He's trying to be polite and trying to play the play the Vogel game. Probably Whereas the snicker where he's like basically saying, "No, fuck that answer." Because if he if he right, P, am I correct? Oh, it's sticking right up his ass. Yeah, you know, I right. know. We know you do that. <laughs> no, but while I get what you're saying, I'm like. Am I not only just alienating Vogel, which I definitely would be, but I don't know who the fans of this zine are and if they subscribe subscribe to this psychotic philosophy that he does as well. Well, and then if he emails Vogel, if he emails if I I feel like there's enough hardcore specific frontmen that are great that you could have filled the list up and been done with. I did. That's what he's doing. I he's just telling the I'm... inside track of it. I'm but you really you... okay? But you really wanted to say. But here's the, my favorite best frontman of all time. Listen, in the scene, you are correct. According to his definition, I was easily able to answer all of his questions. 
But that led to me finishing the interview and hitting Gavin up and being like, yo, I didn't put HR in. Because uh, I was like, but I did put Brandon in. From negative approach. Correct. I put Brandon in, but I didn't put HR. And then that led to G G Gavin's like, Brandon's better than all these motherfuckers anyway. Right. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Brandon's better than HR. And this guy texts me, no fucking question, 10 million percent he's better than HR. Well, just but, buys because he's friends with Brandon. Well, that, but then it goes down, it gets into what is your definition of a front man? So, as a vocalist, do I think that Brandon is better than HR? A fucking million percent. Not even a question. As a front man, then you have a debate. Then then there's some question in it. I think HR is the best front man of all time in this thing that we call ours. I wouldn't disagree with that. But and he's not a better vocalist than Brandon. No fucking way. And Hold on, this Vogel wrote back. So he answered pressure drop. I wrote, we're talking about you on the podcast. And he wrote, all good things, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> we said he was fucking handsome and in shape. That's enough. I'll tell. We said you were handsome and in shape. Dickhead. <laughs> um, <laughs> well... I don't know. For the record, I, I'm I would, I'm not friends with Brandon. I just had conversations. You're, friend, you're with friendly. Him. You're friendly. Yeah, and but that doesn't. I would have given the same answer years before I ever had a conversation with him. Well, there's also more criteria as well. He said, "Ha ha! I wish." And the more criteria to what? To like you know stage presence. Well, that's but what that's we're talking. That's where. Really, yes, that's this is where it gets into. Thing. There's something to be said for Brannon, who I think was the blueprint for all shaved head, uh, quote hard uh, stance frontmen of the time. I think everybody, including Rollins, including whoever you want to bring up, wanted to have that persona that Brannon had. I mean, Roger will tell you, that first uh, negative approach record is what made him uh, Roger AF. Would, I've heard him say it many times in interviews, that negative approach was the reason he one of the reasons with SSD control that he wanted to front a band. Um, there's something to be said for that. But, as far as uh, definition front man, HR trumps Brandon for sure. Back in the day. And, but that, but see, and then now the me laying on my bed trumps HR. There's another thing. Can you, does tarnishing the legacy affect that? No, uh, not in my argument right now, because that those, that early, uh, early to mid bad brains footage is, is you can't, that, it's, it's untouchable. That full that full show at CB's. What year is that? 80, 79, 80? The one that came out on the DVD. I it's think it's like, 80. It's like really I think it's good 82. Footage. Yeah, it's 82 uh, I think. I, mean, I put that against anything. 
it, it, it's flawless. It, it's perfect. It's untouchable. I, I put it. So no, it doesn't affect it, it. What he later became does not affect my uh, opinion in that at all. D- does it overall? If you're talking about legacy, if you're talking about if there's a article written by a Rolling Stone and a, a Spin magazine or something, do you think that's the post mid? I don't know. Post eye against eye. You know, Why? Because it's uh, lesser material? I guess just the deterioration of him and his, the mental health and the stage performance. I don't, you know. I don't it know. might affect my overall opinion of him. Personally, I'm not thrilled with the, the, the period of time where they did all that anti-gay stuff and they, that, they had that deal with the big boys down in Texas. You know what I mean? I don't like it. Those stories are fucking horrible. And they acted yeah, like I mean, horrible people. And, and Daryl has since you know, uh, uh, gone back and, um, you know, uh, said that he was, uh, not right. And they were young and whatever. Like, I don't, I don't hold, I can't hold grudges like that. People, uh, progress and people evolve again with the evolve and, and people do these things, you know, uh, uh, you can't be, you can't be held accountable for your life for some mistakes you made, but, if we're if we're digging deep into personality stuff, they did some shitty stuff, man. You know, so but do I hold it against those initial performances? Fuck no, no. Yeah, way. I mean, I told you like I was reading the Dave Dichter band from NBC and M- yes. NBC, and like yeah. he he had heat with them and like almost kind of still does. Like it seems like he hasn't gotten over it because of yeah, that. I mean, it, he I was mean, there yeah, that. right, he was exactly. There for that we're big boy shit, we're all like, talking from a completely outside perspective. So it's easy for me to sit here and say like, yeah, I will. We were involved personally. Those motherfuckers all knew each other. They were all yeah. friendly. They were all on the same circuit, whatever, whatever. So I imagine those, those grudges may die harder than just our stupid fucking opinion about something that happened fucking in 1980, whatever the fuck. Right. Right. Well, th- this led to me to, I started thinking of like, Yo, who, who was up there? Um, yeah, and then that's so HR, Brandon. Yes, and yes. I, I started thinking like, I don't know if we're just talking, like within this small thing, or it's like like Angry Anderson's got to be up there. But yeah, that's it's that's a rock band. It's tough because. If we're putting up HR as the as the number one of this thing, which is pretty, you know, it's pretty. You really can't debate that. I mean, but Jell-O's, what Jell-O's when, up there. Jello's up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then I say, okay, if we open that up, where does that? Where does an HR or a Bianca rank with a Freddie Mercury? You know what I'm saying? So, like, it depends on how you want to look at it. Well, Freddie Mercury could sing his ass off and was right. a, a front man. Right. I mean, so no- it's it's tough to it's tough to kind of mesh the two because, you know, uh, somebody like the opera never had an opportunity. Don't know if he wanted it, never would have got it, whatever, to play Wembley Stadium. Right. 
does he have a similar effect on X amount of people packed into Wembley Stadium as Freddie Mercury did? Could he have controlled 80,000 people the way Freddie right. Mercury did with the hand right. clapping? Right, right. I mean that. I mean, I don't, I don't care if you, you like Queen, you don't like Queen, whatever, whatever. But watching that footage, if you don't feel something about that, no, that shit's like a religious experience, bro. It's, it's really. I don't even know how to explain it. Really, it's definitely something, you know. This Pablo's fucking got <laughs> something up his sleeve. What I'm do you think? think of, uh, I'm what? trying to think of something flamboyant to say when nothing's coming out. All right. I have something to say for there's nothing coming out, but I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I said jump. It's too easy. Okay. Uh, how about uh, how about Gary Hodges? Who's that? Well, I, there's so little footage. He's the uh, original singer for the Foreskins Power. Okay. There's so little footage. It's hard to get a a a, 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 a grasp. There's like one BBC documentary that was really the point of it was. It, I, I'm going to, I'm guessing it's on YouTube. It was at one point. I haven't looked for a long time, but there was a BBC special about the riot. Push the mute. Push the mute. I know. I like sidebar. Don't forget about Hodges, but sidebar. I like how me and you let him think he was pushing the mute the last episode and he absolutely was not pushing it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why my headphones didn't work. Don't aren't working on Skype that way. They work everywhere. They, they mute everywhere else. Where everyone else is lying to me too. There was they one BB, There was a BBC documentary um, that was about the riot they had in South Hall when the business the and the foreskins played there. There was a big riot with local um, Pakistani kids and like the knuckleheads who went to this show, and it was a whole big thing. Whatever, whatever. So. This document, this this TV show that was on the BBC at the time, was sort of based around there, and sort of a s- sort of slander piece on the whole oi movement. But point being, Hodges is in it; he's interviewed, and there is some live foreskins footage. And off the top of my head, besides those reunion shows they did in the two, early two thousands. I, I'm not aware of any other live footage. Quick question. Was the interview with Hodges for this documentary from then or from then? Yes. No, from then. From then. So it was, it was like 80. I'm going to say it was 82. Yeah. So you're talking. For, so he's talking as a kid, basically. Correct. Okay. Yes. Right, yes. Let me, and uh, okay. So I don't know. I, I mean, vocally, he fucking rules. He's yeah. the best foreskin singer, even better than uh, Roy Pierce. Um, but I don't know how he was as a front man. For all I know, he could have stood on his head. I'm not sure. Pop, gentlemen, how about our our pal Paul Bearer? He's got he's got definitely has a presence. Uh, he, 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 he he commands a room. He definitely commands a room. Um, he can hit different notes. He can do the hard stuff. He can do the song stuff. Um, he's intimidating. Which I think is also a good trait of a front man. The the recorded material of him in between songs. Is, yeah, I know what you mean. There was a uh, there was like a whole deal. Some some label put out a whole LP 
of just Paul banter. I want to say that was the early 2000s as well. And I can't remember what the label was. It was not not something that I don't think I don't think it was known, but it was a whole fully 12 inch yeah. LP of just banter. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I love Paul, man. I think he's I think he's a brilliant songwriter. Me too. He's a brilliant lyricist that I think sometimes gets overlooked, even though he I think he does get some credit for that. I think he needs more credit for that. To this day, I've seen Shiatara I don't know how many times. I saw Joe Coffee I don't know how many times. I, I had a band that played with Joe Coffee a bunch of times. Um, we go back for a little bit at this point, and to this day, he still fucking makes me laugh when he's fucking playing. <laughs> as well as I know him, it's very similar to the two of you how you two still make me laugh after 30 fucking whatever years, no matter how many times I see that motherfucker, he still makes me fucking laugh. It still makes me smile throughout the show. And that's a gift, man. There ain't a whole lot of motherfuckers who can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, he, had, uh, he had a message for you. I can't say on, on the air then. Uh, at the last year terror show. Okay. He said, tell Vinny, Explicit, 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 explicit. Right, right. Um, but him, uh, him getting Joe Coffee back together for my birthday in January was like the best present ever. Because <laughs> I missed, was, I missed that whole wave that of Joe Coffee. Yeah, I missed that whole wave, and the, that fucking band was tight as shit. Um, they did a one-off show for your uh, birthday. For for my birthday, yeah, P- Paulie's birthday too, but it was really for me. Right. Um, and they sounded absolutely perfect. And Paulie killed it, and the band killed it, and man, what an awesome band! I just feel like they should have had more popularity, because um, some of the lyrics he wrote on that are insane. Yeah, he's a great. I writer. saw this. I saw this flyer recently of a show that we that the band I was in at the time played with. It was my band, Joe Coffee, Terrible's band at the time, Blackthroat, Wide Eye. And this band, Violent Minds, who's like uh, the the dude from um, Shark Attack plays in. Like, the greatest fucking lineup ever, and I don't remember any of it. I don't remember <laughs> anything about it. What was that, but, uh, like X or something? No, it was at the Kyber. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know the story. And I sent it to Terrible, and I sent it to a um, dude from um, Shark Attack. And, like, everybody was like, oh, that's awesome. But, like, nobody had any real details for it about it. Um, and Paul and Paul like Paul played seven thousand shows since then, so he didn't remember it. But well, Rollins with with Black Flag is is just that you know you're talking like standard bear stuff. But I think yeah, I think that he was. I don't think he lost a step into that shift into those early independent Rollins bands. No, no records and tours. Well, agreed. Well, I think. I, it's it's like it's obviously going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think he was like peaking then. Maybe when I don't. He, I, I, I don't when he did those, when he did those solo, those first solo records, they came out originally on TKO and this label Texas Hotel. Yeah, he was angry and inspired. Where I feel like maybe at the end of Black Flag, not so much. You know what I mean? I think that the Black Flag breaking up lit a fire under his ass for sure 
Yeah. Those fucking that lifetime record and the do it uh, thing with the half studio, half live, and hard volume, and even up to um, the live one turned on. Turned I think it's out. called. Yeah, turned on. Turned on. Yeah, bro. The song "Do It." You hear how mad he is? <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. That shit's re- like I don't revisit that often. Yeah. But there was a period in my life, man, where that was on constant fucking location oh, yeah. because yeah. that that shit is so fucking good and so raw and so fucking just he's really fucking angry. And I know that, you know, there's people who think he's got corny and, he, you know, on some level he is whatever. I mean, I think he means well, but. Well, I think you forget you bring up a good point that we didn't discuss yet, which is, yeah, as Rollins got older, the crowd crowd got weaker, the scene got weaker, not not as far as like being whack, but as far as like being more squares, like being punk Look, in the eighties and the seventies was a lot harder than being a punk in the nineties two thousands. Did you go to that Wednesday night City Garden show with the Rollins band and? I want to say it was Ween. Yes. Red Zeppelin. Yes. Yes. The Wednesday night. You're not, you're you, not helping. You're not helping by saying Ween or Dread Zeppelin at City Garden. They played I, with everybody. Played, I know. The, you know those bills. Show. Those bills were crazy. <laughs> they played <Yeah>. every show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yes, I was at those. There was maybe 50 people there. And, you know, that, it a it was a Wednesday or Tuesday or whatever that there, that comes into account, but it was way before he broke when he, when that end of silence record came out, he also at the same time got that Lollapalooza spot. The, 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 uh, and he had that video for, um, Lo, uh, low you think that I could see when I see you, you see me. Yeah. Yep. And at the same time, he was being, um, he was on the Dennis Miller show who he had a talk show oh, at yeah. the time. Just watching that. Yeah. So he was, he was breaking out into main street and that's when the audiences started to change because obviously now you're appealing to a larger sort of demographic. Of, yeah. Again, like alternative music people as opposed to punk rock people or whatever. Then he, then I think it gets a little weird for me at this point because I kind of dropped out at that point. But I think the next record was the liar thing, and that shit was fucking everywhere. Everywhere. I think he it was had a, that. I think it was a legitimate hit. Yeah, yeah. Ben, what's that? What's that cat's name who did the Depeche Mode videos and the Nirvana video, and they did the liar video? What's that dude's name? Anton. Something. Oh, Anton, uh, not Anton. Cor- uh, Corbin? Anton Corbin? I thought you were talking about Fuqua. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Um, Pablo, what's his name? He was like a, he was a big deal director at the time, or uh, video director at the time. And so, you know, Rollins had him behind him, and, and he started to get a push from, you know, the machine or whatever the fuck. And he fucking blew up, man, for like a minute. That motherfucker yeah. was a big deal. Yeah, he had a few year run. Yeah, man. You know, and fucking power to him, you know. And his books were like winning Grammys. That Black Flag, the Get in the Van book, won a talking uh, 
blah blah whatever. I, I think he used uh, people that have an issue with him. I, I don't get because I feel like he used that fame in the right way. Agreed. I agree. He got like weird, man. He was like, you know, he was kind of like a notorious asshole for a long time. Like at the end of Black Flag, you know, there's this there's this pretty infamous YouTube interview video where he this this young kid is interviewing him and he's just like the biggest cocksucker in the world. But you look back in retrospect and you read his book and you you learn about what the conditions of touring at the end of Black Flag was like. Yeah. It's 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 understandable why he wasn't the most pleasant person in the world. I mean, and, you that, know, there's friction in the band and all that bullshit. You know, that footage of him talking about getting the opportunity to sing for the Ruts is like the best I, thing ever. Yeah, and I think that he became a lot more humble as he got older, and I think that he almost reinvented himself again because now he's like the nice old uh, statesman for punk rock. You yeah, know what I mean? Not, He's yeah. like the, the old scholar, you know? I just listened to, he put out on uh, Monday or Tuesday, I sent it to you, Pablo, he put out a four-hour at-home radio show of him just telling stories and playing records. And I listened to like three hours of it before I had to pause it. And it, he's just he comes off as just like a nice older dude at this point. Yeah. Well, that that's how he comes off in that footage where he's talking about. I got. I think he's in Australia when he's talking yeah. about like the doing that, thing. doing those shows with the Ruts or whatever. Yeah. And, and his Instagram, his Instagram is fucking brilliant. Oh, him and his assistant. Him and Heidi. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Heidi's been his like assistant for, I think, like twenty five years. And she takes none of his shit, and she just constantly fucking busts his balls and makes fun of him and throws stuff at him and whatever. And yeah. it's an absolutely brilliant. If they, like, tried to make something out of their relationship, it would be fucking brilliant. Like, make a, I don't know, like a short series or something. A reality show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be brilliant yeah. because they're they're both naturally funny, and they their relationship is naturally funny as well. Uh, so, yeah. Well, there was other people I was thinking about, like just wrapping up the frontman shit. Like I was thinking about Mickey Fitz. Fuck, um, brilliant. But, uh, I Mike think he's Ch- a great. I, I think he's a great singer, man. So do I. So do I, I really do. Mike, um, jo- oh, dude, that time we saw we went and saw Judge at oh, uh, God, man. dude, fuck, man. Um. Leiden has to be in. I mean, he. Ah, uh, uh, dude. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. He was a child when he did that shit. You know who? You know who slept on to me? It's different, but still slept on. Ian Curtis. I'll tell you, man. That there's footage from. Um, fuck some BBC music show. Blah 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 blah. And they do. I think they do She's Lost Control and something else. And then, like, wacky dances and shit he would that's do. That's what I'm talking... I mean, that's what I meant. It's like, not, it's, not, it's not what we're talking about, but... Yeah, well, the, the thing with him is that stuff is not... You can tell it's not, like, planned. It's not, like, a pose. That yeah. dude was... That, that's how it was coming out. And, like, it might look goofy out of context, but 
that motherfucker was feeling it. Whatever it was, oh, he was fucking feeling it. Absolutely. Man. OG. Yeah. Yes. Stinky Turner. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, personally, I absolutely love him. Um, is he on the level of the other people we've talked about? Um, I mark because yeah. of the goon shit. Maybe. I mean, I it, currently when they play shows now, he's still boxing uh, an invisible person the entire time. <laughs> so I, 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 there's something to that, sure. I think you sent me the footage where he stops the show and is basically like, I'm going to match yeah, he threw that. Yeah, he threw that Nazi guy out and some yeah. Nazi heads. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Roger Murray is, is great. Um, still. Yeah. Freddie? Freddie Madball is great. <laughs> Pablo, that you dude... for this? Go ahead. OG. Yes. Ray Capo. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'll give it to him. I and wouldn't say top man, all the time, but he's definitely someone to to model yourself after if you're well, going to start but, a band. But, 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 P, hold on. I get what you're saying all time. But if we're talking a certain scene, then he is all time. I mean, hardcore, he is number one then. No, if we're putting him up against goddamn Freddie Mercury, no. Right. Right. No, fuck no. Right. I think, his, but he, I think John Joseph was fucking amazing. And, uh, I think he still is. Yeah. Yeah. When you, guys, when you guys uh, saw him at the tattoo deal, yeah. they, they, were, they were doing the, the, the Chromax JC or something it was called or something. AD right? or whatever. He, he was just calling it Chromax at the time. It was before the lawsuit got settled. Right. And that, that, you guys said they killed, right? They were good. Yeah, yeah sounded good. I've sounded never great. seen them a time. I, I mean, they, oddly, they're a band I've seen a lot at this point, and I've never seen them not be good. No, yeah. they sound awesome. I, I yeah, I love Blood Clot. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, we we said when we uh, were talking about uh, when I brought up the Vogel stuff to you, we said we could probably talk about this for six hours. I mean, we're really just scratching the surface. Being honest about it, you know what I mean? Because we didn't yeah. even bring we didn't even bring in people like a Chuck D or you know what I mean. I was gonna say, are we going hip hop route? Because that's where I was gonna go with a Chuck that, D. But, that, but that's what I'm saying. It's like if if people are if people enjoyed this talk, then we can just carry it over next to next week. And you know I'm sure I mean? that like as people's names come up, we'll, we it'll come up again because it'll be like. Well, yeah. uh, remember when blah 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 would be like, oh, that motherfucker's in the, in right. the running for it, you know what I mean? Right, but yeah, I mean, I, it's hard you know, to think off the off the top, man. Of course, but yeah, like I, as we were talking, I was like, wait, yeah, like Chuck D, and then like OG, like you said, where you go into like, well, yo, like what about singers? Like what about Marvin Gaye? You know what I mean? But then again, is it like what about like um, I don't know, like uh, what about Janis Joplin? Right. Well, she fucking or what about Sinead? Right. When we Sinead when, fucking stood there. When we use the word frontman tonight, for whatever reason in my head, I kept seeing the word showmanship. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. Like if if we were talking singers, you're going to a totally different combo. You know what I mean? But but like Pablo, <clears throat> well, like we all said, if we wanted to stretch it to to hip hop soul, you know what I mean? I mean, you have people like like George Clinton. That, that's yeah. like, yo, know, you talk about a front man or like yeah. Chuck, Chuck D or, or James Brown. 
Maybe if you if we just are taking if if we were to take this to all genres, he might be the best. He might be the goat. Yeah, James Brown. Yeah, it might be That's like him or Freddie. It's hard to top. Hard to top. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back. Listen to the song. We'll be back in a minute. I know that it surprises you every time, like you forget it's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's very true. It's a spicy brujola for you. For not, Italians, for, for, for not Italians, for not Italians, is usually not spicy. Yours is spicy. Mine can be. Depends on if I had a lot of garlic that night. What? factors into it being spicy or not garlic okay heavy and i am a, a garlic lover so vampires beware very healthy for you it is Do when, you it, when rub it, it you rub it all over with mm-hmm. your uh, torpedo yeah <laughs> <laughs> torpedo you right. never had you never had the grundle garlic <laughs> <laughs> I saw them in 86. They, Did you? They, yeah, <laughs> at the Empire Rock Club. <laughs> they played with Ween and... Uh, and Dread Zeppelin? Dread Zeppelin. <laughs> they sure did. Yeah, I mean, Dread Zeppelin had Putman, and that guy was a dude playing bass with a banana hammock on. Nothing <laughs> right in your face, man. I, I kind of marked it. <laughs> they were unique, all right. I mean, it was fucking stupid, but I kind of yeah. marked for it. 
there was definitely a line in the sand drawn between <laughs> people who liked Red Zeppelin and people right. who didn't. The people yes. who liked them smoked a lot of pot at the time. The people who didn't did not smoke pot at all. Right. I, I, I don't, fell into the I don't get this. I, yeah, I don't think that I fall, fell into like or not like. I was just like, this is an abortion. Well, you also <laughs> had, you had to like Led Zeppelin. You had to like Elvis. Oh, uh, that guy was, did the what Elvis was his name? Tortelvis? Tortel. <laughs> fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, dude. Tor- Tortel. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, All right. Those days. Put man. Put, there's put Tortel. Tortelvis. <laughs> put, put man. Butt boy. Spice and Bob Gnarly and Ziggy Gnarly. Bob Gnarly. <laughs> That's fucking great. That's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, past members are um, Carl Ja. Can we explain to people what the fuck Dread Zeppelin is so they, so they can laugh along or is it not worth it? Probably, I mean, right. for 10 seconds. I mean, it was a band they, they played. Led Zeppelin and Elvis songs. Well, they played Led Zeppelin songs as reggae, and the singer right. sung them like Elvis. Elvis, yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, that, they, was and tor- they were... that was towards Elvis. Yeah, and they, it was basically like a whole fish, Grateful Dead type of style, but they really got into their characters. And Pablo, you say past members, like, they still are active. Is this the case? It says 89 to present. I like looked them no. up recently, and uh, Fred Willard was like hosting like a like a like a Fourth of July thing, and they were playing at like some town center or something like that. Wow, wow! It says 98 to present, so they're obviously still doing stuff. I'm sure they're not a uh, 89. Well, they're past their prime, definitely past their prime. They still tour and release new material with the original members, Butt Boy and Tortellus. <laughs> Butt Boy, <laughs> yeah. And I remember Charlie Job. B-U-T-T-B-O-Y? Yeah. B-U-T-T hyphen boy. What boy? And then there was there was fresh cheese. There was Rasta Limon. Rasta Limon. And then, you know, you're going to pop for this one. You're going to pop for this one, Paz. Ja Ja Gabor. You know, they all have, like, fake dreadlocks and everything. and like That's the best name I've ever heard. I agree. I agree. I the fucking saw that fucking band Ween. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Ween, Ween had, got popular for a yeah, minute. They had a they they had a like a, a minor hit when quote when alternative music broke there. Yeah. Something the about da- something about Pushing the daisies. Up daisies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they were. Okay. Yeah, no, I, we you know we're uh, we're kind of off biz talk, but I'm just gonna the. Uh, the Matt Hardy Jericho stuff that I put over last week is brilliant. Um, uh, Hardy did another uh, a piece this week with Vanguard. Vanguard had uh, he rejected the T-shirt from Jericho, but he had a uh, he had his own T-shirt on a, a little T-shirt this week. I saw that, yeah. and uh, and also because uh, you know Jr. is a bit older and. Uh, the travel restrictions, basically Tony Schiavone's doing the um, the commentary, and uh, one of the workers is sitting in with him each week. And this week Jericho sat in, and it was basically 
I just laughed for two hours. So that's all I wanted to, to put over about Biz. Well, I, I got a quick question. So yeah. last week we talked about the Brawl for All. So I watched the, um, the match, right? The Dark Side of the Ring. Yes, yes. So I watched that one episode. <clears throat> and you guys you always talk. You didn't watch Benoit yet? There's something wrong with the one file I have. So I only have part two. So I'm waiting for part one to come back down. And did you watch New Jack? Not yet. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to get shanked. You know what I'm uh, saying? New Jack will shank you. He will. But it's on my list. But I wanted to watch the brawl for all first, so we could talk podcast on it. Um, nothing to do with the brawl for all, but you know, it seems like Russo and Cornette are in the middle of all these documentaries. Yeah. And I know you guys have talked about these guys before, but I guess yes. it really is starting to hit home with me now. Like, which one do we like and which one do we hate? Gavin Cornette, we like. Russo, hates Russo more fucking, than there's nobody in, in the wrestling business that I hate more than Russo. And what do you think, Paz? I don't hate him like <coughs> excuse me. I don't hate I don't hate him like Gavin is, but I get it. Like Gavin does, but I get it. I love well, Corny. I well love at the end at the end of But Corny's fucking crazy. Don't don't get it twisted. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean he was definitely acting towards the end of this this episode big time. I mean, he's crazy, man. Yeah, he's legit. He's legit crazy. But um, Jr. says something interesting that kind of summed it up. I think at the end of this this one episode, he said, "Cornette sells the steak. Russo sells the sizzle." Yes. As far as wrestling. Yes. Are you asking if that's accurate? Yes, that's yes. what I'm asking. Yes. So Cornette still breathes wrestling and Russo is kind of just a fun job for him? No. I don't agree with that at all. Cornette lives and breathes it and Russo was never really like that. He was a, he was a writer, bro. He he start <coughs> Remember when we were kids there were wrestling magazines? Mhm. Gavin's frozen. Do you see that? Oh no. I'm back. Uh when we were kids there were wrestling magazines. Russo was the was the writer for WWF magazine. And McMahon hired him on as a writer. You know what I mean? Corny's been Corny's been down since what he was a, a teenager, right? OG taking picture photographs? Yes. He, there's like none more OG than Corny. Okay. And Cornette. I don't I, I'm of the opinion that Russo did nothing. I don't think he brings the sizzle. I don't think he bring, I don't think he brings a fucking thing. He did nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I can't stress enough. Nothing. Either he didn't but, have one good idea, one good pr- program, or anything. No. Vin? I disagree. Uh, uh, name one. <laughs> well, he was there when he was writing for Rocky and Stone Cold and etc. Do you believe that what Russo says about him being the only one? Him and Ferrara, you mean? Yeah. For a very small period of time, yes. I don't buy it at all. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know who I think was really running that show behind the scenes and, and did for years and years and years? Patterson. I, I mean, I, I'm never going to say a word, a bad word about that. Yeah. I don't think Russo did a fucking thing besides the frat boy humor uh, 
kits, uh, whatever else. Right, the Jerry Springer. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. He was a huge Howard Stern mark, but took the terrible aspects of Howard. That's what appealed to him. The stuff that we always never liked. Right. Do you he think all- that he took Jerry Springer? You're absolutely right with the Jerry Springer reference. All that stuff he wanted to incorporate into wrestling and did. But I don't see that as contributing to anything. Do you think Vince also brought him on to light a fire under the ass of the rest of the writing team? No, because there wasn't one. That writing team shit didn't happen until years later. Years later. But, but I mean, basically, Russo admits it. Everyone admits it. This isn't, this isn't up for debate. Russo would throw a million ideas at Vince. Right, and Vince would pick and choose. Yeah, that's that's the argument is why Russo wasn't capable of doing stuff when he went other places, because <clears throat> like him or hate him, McMahon is a genius on some mm-hmm. level, and he's able to sift through the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, if I and- if I sat here and said a million one liners to Vinny to use on a song and Vinny picked one of those how much credit do I get none because I threw a million if I throw a million fucking lines eventually something will be like oh yeah I could do something with that you know what I'm saying and I'm only using Vinny just to bring it down to our level but you know what I'm saying like if I if I say a million fucking things to somebody and somebody says oh yeah that's an all right idea one of them. How much credit do you get for that? And Russo thinks he gets all the credit in the world. For <laughs> <laughs> and and ev- eventually you're going to hit something. Yeah. And and what is the both their status now? Do they both work or they're retired? Who's them? Russo, Russo and Cornette from Cornette. WWE. Yeah. Cornette has an extremely two extremely successful podcasts. He still does the like. Um, convention scene uh, and from what I know and Jeff has re uh, uh, reaffirmed it is that uh, he's been super smart with his money and he's super caked up Cornette but he's not working for Vince anymore <clears throat> no and okay. Russo has Russo has a, th- a thing called Russo's brand and it's like a network of podcasts, but it's a subscription. It's behind a paywall. Yeah, it's like four bucks a month. Okay. Or okay. But Cornette's podcasts are fucking great. But uh, yeah, I, Jeff told me like you know, he say he he he's just always been good with his money, Cornette apparently. He didn't open up a hamburger spot like me and Gene. He did not. I forgot about Mean Gene's hamburger spot. <laughs> I, I fucking, I fucking ate it one just to do it. Did you was really? It was in, um, in, what like Washington, the state of Washington, not D.C. You know what I mean, like West Coast. That where they have crazy names like the Hulk Hogan, the Andre the Giant I can't Burger. Fucking remember, Planet was with. I can't remember now. There, instead of supersize me, you were like, yo, Andre the Giant. Right. Yeah, I was like, Andre that burger. <laughs> hold the Elizabeth. Yeah, hold the Elizabeth. 
extra Sherry Martel. <laughs> I have no idea what your uh, the thing you sent me means here. I would so. I would say we should just go into maybe update on the Rona. You wrote item three. I have no yeah, idea what that Yeah, means. the item three is the Rona. Well, why wouldn't you write that? Because that was before we figured out that's what we are talking about. It's just dying to talk about how we have no school now. Am I? Well, yeah, so they fucking... Uh, how is that handled, OG? That was a, 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 a national thing, a state thing, or a city thing? State. So I guess uh, they're calling it state by state now. Different areas of the country finish school at different times. Correct. So down south or California, certain areas of Southern California, they end earlier than we do because it gets hot sooner. Right. So the end date here has always been June whatever. Yeah. Second second week of June. Yeah, always. Um there in a, these other places it's usually the last week or two of May. So some of those places I, I understand have called it called it before uh, Pennsylvania did because it's obviously it's sooner it's coming up sooner. But Pennsylvania this week called the rest of the year. Um, from what I understand, it's a state thing. Okay. So nationally, I don't think there's any authority to call that. I think it's got to be done on the state level. I have a, a question. It's a, it's a side note to this. It's, it's an aside. I'm just curious if you two know, because uh, I'm one of those people that's like, my mind only thinks about my loved ones in these situations. So it's like, all right, where are my loved ones and how is where they're at affected? Are there places, I'm not going to use the word at all because we all three of us know that, but are there places in the in the U.S. that are just like fine? Like, is, is it like, yo, Nebraska's just going about their day or fucking South Dakota is just going about their day. School's still in, et cetera, et cetera. People are still working or no? Is that is that? I, I think it's dead. I mean, I think West Virginia was the only one that didn't have a case, and then they eventually got one. But I'm saying you're using the word one. I mean, if there's 10 cases in South Dakota and whatever the population is, is it still, you know, these aren't places that are spoken about because they're not they're not media hubs. They're not considered to be um, markets that are, are, I don't know any, I, you there's no reason for me to know anything about the Dakotas. There's no reason for me to know anything about Montana. It's like New York, LA, Philly, DC, Chicago. These are places I'm constantly either because I know people there or because they're just cities that they're, they're, they're markets that are, are, are just their major cities in this country that we're aware of all the time. Is there, you know, is fucking, Billings, Montana, just everyone's chilling and going to work and yeah. school's not. I have no idea. I honestly don't know. Uh, from what I had read uh, as far as um, shutdown type things for non-essential businesses and schools and things like that, I read at one point 
it's it's hard to remember when because everything's such a blur. I sort of remember reading early on that it was a statewide, a state level decision. Right. That that's why I'm asking. I'm curious. Yeah. I I, like, Yo. I don't know. I don't because know. Because there's areas and and cities. I, I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of turn and say whole countries, but like, like say, say like Amsterdam, right? Like I know people there. It's like almost like business as usual. Like heads are doing what they do. You know. Well, my mm-hmm. um, my brother-in-law just called. He's in Germany, and he said they just got listed now. Where like I guess your household gets a color. Uh-huh. And whatever color you are, that's the day of the week you're allowed to go shopping. Okay. So, like, Tuesday is your day. You go to food shopping, do whatever you got to do, and then that's it. You're done. The yeah. Week. It's not yeah. the worst idea in the world. Yeah, it's awful. It, 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 if, if what they're saying is correct with the social distancing and the this and that sort of thing, that color thing as as extreme as it sounds, it's, it might not be the worst idea in the world. Because there's still fucking freaks who are, like, hanging out in stores and stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, yo, like, heads are still doing what like, they yeah. want to do, man. Like, I'm yeah. just being real with it. I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm the antithesis of someone who would listen to any of these groups. That, that it's my nature... It's it's my nature to push back and 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 to to be disobedient and and it's just well from what I, I'm hearing now is I'm is just that not playing around with it. What what I'm hearing now is that we're at the level where people are starting to get uppity about it to where like if I walked into Giant without right. a mask on, right, an eighty year old old lady would absolutely get in my face and want to start with me. Whereas like last two two months ago, she wouldn't say boo if I had a freaking you know. A death metal T-shirt on that had some like naked girl on it. Right. She'd be terrified to talk to me. Now there, people, abs- random stranger will go up to anybody, be like, "Where's your mask? Get out of here! Start, start some shit." So like, people are ready. People are up. Good. Will you will you be going to the giant with a mask on? I will now because I don't want to deal with people. Like I don't want to deal with the confrontation. I would like you to not just show an old lady, an old Italian and- lady come bonk you over the head. With it absolutely will happen now. And I've heard that they're even all setting up um, stickers on the ground to, to, to have people be six feet apart. So like you oh, have to stand on that just to I get in. That. I you saw to, that at seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people well, are saying they're letting people do one person go down an aisle at a time so with what, the mask on. I'm correct to say that they, I don't know if the word predicted is the right word, but they've stated that like these next two weeks are are everything's going to spike. Yeah. Today, they said today is the peak day. And then, so like over the next two weeks, that'll continue and then it'll, it'll plateau. Correct. That's what they say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, because a, a lot, a lot of what I, a lot of, I'm not saying I get my news, but I watch ESPN's always on my TV and what they're trying to do. Um, you know, is figure out if at some point they're going to be able to finish the basketball season, when they're going to be able to start. Uh, when does that, when does, when would like a new season start? Of basketball? Yeah. Halloween. Fuck. So there might not even be time before the new one was supposed to start. 
that's why it's so fucked. Yeah. How many, how much time is left in the season that got stopped? Um, there was like a month left in the season, which would be somewhere around 20 games, and then the playoffs would start. Right. And that goes for how long? Well, it's seven game series. First, uh, um, First round, second round, third round, then the finals. Right. So they right. go into June. So Sorry, what you would man. have, you would have, again, like all these, this is unprecedented. So they're like, wait. Yeah, like, what do we do? What right? do we do? Well, what if we could get in the season, a shortened playoff season with no fans. And it's it's the same thing that they're thinking about with Major just League to, Baseball. Just to wrap up this season. Correct. Correct. And with because Major otherwise, League, they're going to go, they would be going right from continuing this season right into the new one. Right. And you can't do that physically because it's so, right. it's sure. so taxing of a game. There's no, yeah, there's no time on. Yeah. Um, and the thing is with, with, with baseball, right? Like baseball already should have started. So what they're where they're prepping, but you know there's 87 million baseball games in a year. You know yeah, I mean? so right, right. They're like, yo, we have 162 games. If we miss two months and have 100, 100 games, we we're still doing the season. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right, if we gotta right, right. if we gotta play in front of nobody because the nature of the sport isn't physical. If you play in front of nobody, you can just distance. You know what I'm saying? Like think of. Think of the distance between the first baseman and second baseman. You know what I mean? It's fucking ninety feet. Yeah. And they said there it, wouldn't be there wouldn't be umpires. It would be it would be like robot robotic slash computer shit. Hmm. Interesting. But you know, I, you know, I I can't. You can't really get um, like a direct answer of the plateau and like, when will people be able to start slowly like returning to normal? Like, I, I don't really know. It, is, is Japan, are people like back to quote unquote normal? Well, that was the, my I beef. Mean, not Japan, that was, in China. That, China. That was, that was my beef last week. I didn't want to, you know, uh, put down how serious the virus is by me saying I'm walking around without a mask on, but there's been so much disinformation that like I last agree. week that well last week the mask didn't it didn't matter about the mask. Now it matters this week and like right. now I don't even need a mask. I can wear a bandana. Like right. get your fucking facts straight, man. Like I'm I'm down to follow protocol, but these people that we put in charge and are like college edu- educated don't seem to have a clue. Yeah, well, because Trump didn't jump on it when he should have. But that leads me to say, all right, well, let's look at the other countries that were hit. I don't know where China's at right now. I know they already plateaued. You know what I'm saying? I know that factually. But what yeah. I'm saying is, are they? Dude, I don't believe I don't believe anything. Um, I hate to say this, but I back Trump. Where I like, I don't believe anything coming out of China. I, like, I, 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 all the all their numbers that. are wrong. I think they're China's so crazy that they're like, go back to work, and if you die, thank you for your service. Well, I mean, it's the same like, thing with with Putin and Russia. He's like, nah, no one's sick here, and you're like, dog, yeah, like. When all those countries set up the, oh, the drive-in tests and they're, they're like, you know, they're like telephone booths, 
Like, I don't even think they're doing tests. I think they're swabbing you and throwing it right in the trash. But like, now you're not, you don't have it. Right. Like, I don't, I just don't believe anything that's coming out of any of these well, countries. Well, and the other thing is like, you, you see like, um, they're already starting with the, with the vaccinations, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's really what this whole thing is about. But they're already that gets me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. They're already doing the vaccinations, uh, tests in certain, in certain, uh, it was some, some place like Wyoming or something. And people were already, uh, volunteering, you know, for, for, uh, experimental vaccines. So that's, once you get that, it's like, think of the, you know, that's, everything's about the vaccine and the, and the trillions that'll be generated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's a whole show unto itself, you know what I mean? But it's the same shit that happened with the bird flu and the swine flu. Like, with J.P. Morgan, it, it was $10 trillion generated from the meds for swine flu. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, I mean, if we, were to, if we were to do something like that, I would like to be super educated and and to read up on it, because I just don't want to be the goddamn podcast that's doing, like... Uh, conspiracy theory guys, and we're just talking out of our ass. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm not saying anything. It's I, factual. I'm telling. Factually, people are signing up for vaccinations. That's fact. It's a fact. That's not. There's people that are. There, there's there's attempts at vaccines, and there's people that volunteer. Why they would do that? I don't know. I would never right. volunteer for no shit like that. And it's factually, it's there. There, ten trillion dollars was J P Morgan reported that $10 trillion was generated from swine flu medication. That's, it's just a fact. That's, that's not a conspiracy. Pablo, Jeffrey, serious, serious question. If, if you don't believe the numbers coming out of China, for example, and I'm not sure I do either. Why do you believe the numbers that are coming out of here? I don't. Right, I I definitely don't. There's yeah. it gets uh, really it gets from, really. Well, Je Jeff and I spoke about this. It's like, bro, if you die of a heart attack now, it's being attributed to the Rona. If, if you and there's a there's anything. a really there's an interview that what's that? Uh, yeah, anything. There's said, a, that ain't it. Like, no, I didn't say that. that there's a, a there there was an interview that um someone i don't remember who had put on their instagram with a guy who was a medical coroner uh you know he dealt with um after people die and putting it on record and what right 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 sure. There was a woman, he, he was talking to a news thing. Now I don't know it, it would look like a local news thing. And there was a woman who was in her 80s who died from pneumonia. Okay? Uh-huh. Her son tested positive for corona with no symptoms. He was told to put on her official death certificate, whatever, whatever, the, on uh -huh. record, that she died from corona complications. Yeah. The guy was like, yeah, but there is no proof that she had corona. She died from pneumonia. Right. He went to 
a colleague of his who worked in a different, I don't know, if a different city, different department, whatever, whatever. He did the same type of things that he did. He said to her, this is what happened. Have you ever heard of this? And she said, we've been taught that on record, death certificate and whatever official record there is, that you put this, the cause of death and there is no speculation. So her cause of death was pneumonia. <clears throat> you cannot speculate that it was caused by corona. Correct. You cannot speculate that it was caused by anything. Your place is not to speculate. Your place is to record what she died from. She died from pneumonia. Period. Right, right. This guy said that he was told to record this as a corona COVID-19 fucking death. Right. On the death for the death towards the death goal. Right. Right. So this is where it starts to get complicated. And, and because and blurred. And blurred. I believe that that is going on. But I also believe that there is something to this. There are X amount of people who are getting this and, and getting really sick or getting this and, and unfortunately dying. So you have to kind of walk that middle line, I feel like, of like what's common sense here. Yeah. So I, I'm not I, I'm trying not to get wrapped up in numbers and news and whatever anymore. Just trying to be common sense. So yeah, me too. Me too. Common okay. sense says to me, if I have to go to the supermarket. If I wear some sort of mask, whether it's a mask or a bandana or whatever, it's going to lower the possibility of getting this on whatever level. Is a mask better than a bandana? I don't give a shit. Common sense tells me that if you have something over your fucking face, it's obviously lowering the chances of getting anything. Yeah. So let's use common sense stuff. Yeah, You know, a couple of weeks ago, they were saying the thing about the gloves. Well, the thing with the gloves is people don't know how to use the gloves properly. And we know that we know this because of the tattoo business. There's this thing called cross uh, contamination where yeah. you teach yourself not to touch uh, how to touch things. Yeah, it exists in food, too. When, you know what I mean? Ah, yeah, of course, of course. And people in general we're putting gloves on and going out all fucking crazy and doing what they normally would do. Well, that eliminates the use of gloves because you right. might as well just plab it on your hand. It's not right. going through your skin. So once you have those gloves on, Jackie explained this to me a long time ago, and this is how she learned about tattooing and the cross-contamination thing. Once you have gloves on, you have to pretend that your hands are covered in red paint. And anything you touch now has that red paint on it. So if you had red paint all over your hands, are you going to touch your face? No. Right. Are you going to touch this? No. Right. And if you had to touch something, what are you going to do? You're going to take that glove off that has the red paint on it and put a new glove on. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that sort of simplifies. So it's not so much about the gloves. Like we went out one day to a couple stores and whatever, whatever, and we brought a bunch of gloves with us. And every time we would get back, you know, do whatever we had, a we had a plastic like uh, supermarket bag, take the gloves off, put them in the fucking thing, put new gloves on, go do your fucking thing. Once you touch something with those gloves on, you can't touch your fucking face. Right. Or else it eliminates the whole purpose of wearing gloves. Sure. Sure. Um, the professor goes crazy at the parlor. 
because they go through so many gloves a, a night. I, I can't even imagine. How you just wash the wash your hands with the gloves on. It's they're clean again. If if so, for example, if you watch somebody who tattoos, sometimes they have like an overhead, like a like a almost like a reading lamp light. Yeah. To give even more light to a specific yeah, area. Of if you notice, if they know what they're doing, which most people who tattoo do, you don't they you don't most. touch it with your gloved hand. You touch it with your elbow, you touch it with whatever. Sure. Something that's not contaminating those gloves because once you touch that surface of that lamp, that glove is now contaminated. Right. You can't now you can't and that's the cross contamination. That's from the <clears throat> from the lamp to the glove to the person you're tattooing. Right. It all goes in a thing. So it's the same theory with wearing gloves during this. If you if you're aware of what you're doing with them, they're very effective. But a yeah. lot of people aren't so much aware. So I think that a lot of times they're putting information about masking gloves out as a general, uh, even plain um, least amount of information possible. Because it just took me fucking however long to explain to two people who know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So imagine explaining that to people who have no idea the yeah. concept of this. Yeah, yeah. It would take fucking forever. So Dang, it's easier well, to say, like, don't wear a mask, don't wear gloves, just fucking whatever. When you were saying about the numbers, you know, and how you don't believe them, it's like, bro, right now, like, not before, obviously. Right now, if you die from heart disease, they can legally add add you to the coronavirus death toll. Suicides and murders are being classified as COVID deaths if that person carried the antibody. Man, it's nuts. So, it's like... I'm not sure what... I don't know what, I don't know what the benefits are of inflating the number. You well, think it'd be the other way around. Then you get into fear-mongering shit. You know the doctor, the, the guy who I was just talking about in this interview said exactly that. The interviewer was like, said exactly what you said. I'm not, I don't understand this. This is blowing my mind. What, what's the motivation of this? And the doc, the, 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 I don't know if he's a doctor, whatever he was, said, well, here's a big motivation. Yeah. Now, I'm skeptical about the numbers i'm skeptical about all these things because one of the reasons is because we have nothing to do but sit around and analyze these things of course literally nothing to do yeah but i don't feel strongly enough about it to act all fucking willy-nil you know what i mean no neither i don't I. feel i i think that there's got to be precautions you know what i mean and you know the people who are out still playing basketball and still fucking whatever, like, you know what, man, maybe it's time not to do that. Yeah. Because I don't have enough proof on either side to say that that's, that it's bullshit or that it's whatever, whatever. So I'm going to fucking pull this out of caution, man. Of course. I don't want to bring that stuff home to my children. I don't want to bring that stuff to fucking somebody else. And I certainly don't want to fucking get it. And if there's even a small percent chance that that's the case, then I'm going to take whatever precautions there are. I, th I mean, I think it's like almost like Karma 19, too, where if anyone's really vocal about, like, how whack it is, you're going to get it and tap. Like, it's on the Internet every day. Yeah. And blah, 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 pastor said, what a joke. He just yeah. tapped. Like, yeah. well, didn't that dick for brains 
<laughs> social media kid, like lick a toilet and then get it. Sure. Yeah, man. I'm sure dead. Yeah. I'm sure dead. I mean, well, there's these, there's these wacko fucking creatures and, and whatever um, that are planning to do Easter services. Like, they're yeah. like, I don't care what's going on. And there's wacky people who don't realize that you can be spiritual and, and, and uh, do whatever according to your faith in your fucking house. Yeah. You don't have to go and do this. Yeah. I understand the social aspect of going to church and stuff. There is something to that. There's a sense of community with like-minded people and that sort of thing. I, I, I'm not shooting on that at all. I think there's a need for that. But if we're talking as far as like your, your connection to whatever God you subscribe to, you can do that in the privacy of your home. You don't have to go somewhere and be crammed in a place with fucking X amount of other fucking people, man. Absolutely. Like you're just taking advantage of, and that's where my heat with sort of religious organizations come from, because you're taking advantage of people who kind of look up to you and look to you for answers. So maybe your answer should be like, be cautious and be safe. And yeah. Let's stay home and get on the goddamn Skype or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And we'll yeah. do it that way if you need the interaction. Yep. You're just doing it to be a fucking asshole. I mean, you could you can do live YouTube, live Facebook to thousands. You know what I mean? So, I mean, they're all set up because I mean, Christy's mom already has like links to what the masses are going to be already. Yeah, so just do that. You know? <clears throat> yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're already ready. I mean, I'm glad they're like four weeks ago they stopped the holy water business because no, that was like Jeff, no jeff's saying though and he's right there are these there are certain dudes like that are going through it like they're saying we're doing it. yeah they're they're they're, they're uh pushing back against i'm with it whatever in the, the herd let them all go yeah i mean i i, I or, or, or if it's really that way, then they shouldn't even make it into the parking lot. The cops should just I give them all like, tickets or arrest them right then I and there. I, I have a real problem with it's not so much it, it, I can take the religious, the religion aspect out of this, and I don't like people who are in a position of authority under uh, uh, over a certain group of people taking advantage of that, and these people are looking to these figures for some sort of spiritual answers and to take advantage of that to make some kind of fucking wacko bullshit right wing fucking point because that's what it is I, I have a real I take real issue with that like you're taking advantage of older people you're taking advantage of people who hold you up that's, that's what I was okay. gonna say let's not mince words a lot of these communities uh, these church communities are people in the age that should not be out right and they're of that generation that listens to everything that everything gospel slash yep. pastor says yep. they are demigods to these people and that's okay in general if I that mean, helps them it, get through their day you're taking advantage when, of yeah, that. man. When those people start to have a skewed fucking view of common sense things, that becomes a problem because they're looking to them for answers. Agreed. And fuck you. Fuck you. 
you're making a point with potential fucking lives. Like, fuck off, man. Do we have anyone on the list? I know who's on the list. COVID-19! <laughs> Be gone! It's, uh... Oddly <laughs> enough, my biggest heat with this entire situation, Ben, especially, yes. is the fact that the final... Fucking Walking Dead, Dead was unable to be completed. Agreed. Agreed. And, it, and is forced to air later in the year. And I'm like, I'm fucking living about it, man. Agreed. Like, it's more than any fucking thing else. All I want is that fucking season finale. And you cocksucking motherfucking COVID 19 piece of shit. Agreed. Stole that from us. Be gone. I sent it to hell, COVID-19. You're marking for that guy. Did you see yeah. the remix, P? I did, I did. It's hot. Yeah. It's no, it's not, whoa, you got coronavirus. It's not, nothing it's will not be. that. Nothing will be. I'm, I'm What's that dude's name, Pablo? Not Fallwell, it's, um. No, he no, no, no. That did you the coronavirus. coronavirus song. You had his name. You put, you put him over last week. Yeah. And he was like, who? It's like G-Mo, it's a uh, G-Mac Cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. G Cash. Yeah, that can't uh, be. He's that's a that's a that's a that's K Fang. You don't think that's his given name, though? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> how, how am I trying to say this? He's mocking a rap name, is what I'm I'm, I'm assuming. What if his mom was like MC Light's friend, and she really liked rap names and that's the rap name she gave him but she wasn't hip enough to give him like a super cool name i i wish that to be true yeah that his true. birth name is g mac cash <laughs> that's what i'm saying g g e e max right. is the middle name cash is the last name yeah like johnny yeah well cash is like his confirmation name he just dropped his name is g cash and mac is his confirmation you remember did you guys make confirmations yeah i did do you remember the sash thing yeah first he had to do them like for all my kids yeah yeah so it has the name on it it's felt yeah yes 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 do you imagine cash written down the fucking like 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 fucking gluing on some fucking like money signs around it that's kind of hard That'd be hard as fuck, I'll wear a man. Fucking sash with cash written on that's it. That's what I'm saying. Right that's a, that's a whole itself. gimmick. Yeah. yeah, man. Absolutely. Hey, do yes. we have uh, do we have word association? Well, well we do. Do we, we do. know? Do we know the person? No. Okay. Oh. So, this one is an interesting one. It's called the Chicago edition. Okay. It's from mm-hmm. gimmick anger Adele Awad. Adele Awad. A D E L. Okay. She's we from. Got, uh, it might be a male. I'm assuming because assuming of the singer Adele. Oh. No, it's A D E L. It might be Adele. I'm thinking it's a male, but I, can't, I okay. could be wrong. But I, I thought the same thing. I'm going to say right off the bat, I don't know anything about Chicago. Yeah, I don't either. You, you will once you start seeing what's going on here. All right. All right. First one, Vinny Paz. Yes, sir. Deep dish pizza. Fuck you. Fuck you. 
it's fucking nonsense. Yeah. Um, I'm, I agree a thousand percent. Like, in theory, it could be a something, but it's not pizza. Like, give me one of those fucking things. Uh, I don't know. Call it something. Call it a quiche. Yeah, it's not a fucking pizza. If if I had the pizza aspect of it out of my head, it might be all right. Right. And I absolutely love it. I love a deep dish pizza. Ridiculous. Shocker, you have a jerk off. Oh, my God. Just covered in butter. What the fuck does that mean? Because they're like baked, so it's like oozing with with. It's like it was like a pie. Well, it's, my it's point. Pie. I mean, maybe it's really good, but it's it's kind of not pizza though. Nah, it's point. not good. All right. Yeah. You said it. Next one. It's no uh, Lorenzo's. You're right. If fucking Ferris Bueller's Day Off isn't on this list. Second one, we'll get there. Second one is Al Capone. Vinny. I mean, there's something to be said that uh, after everything he did, he did time for tax evasion. That's pretty brilliant. And uh, he was jailed in Philadelphia. He was. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. All right. Next one. Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi? Jim or John? <laughs> he has Jim. Fucking this, Jim? I, I, Pablo just cut and paste. Fucking I mean, the lesser of the Belushis? He's Jim? kind of a he's kind of a jobber. What was yeah. the movie he was in where remember the principal? He was in that. He was at. I think that's what it was called. He was a principal in like a hood school. Yes. That's all right, but he's the jobber Belushi. John was the Don. Yeah, he was in Trading Places. He was in uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash. All oh, good he, ones. Man with one red shoe. Right. Classic. Yeah, all, all classics. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this: the principal's fucking good. When when someone says to me Jim Belushi, my response is John Belushi's brother. So that's my, my, really I don't even go that far. If you say Jim Belushi, I go John. Yeah, he was he was Principal Rick Latimer in the Principal. Yeah. That what about Canine? Canine was good. Yeah, he's got a wolf wolf as a yeah. as his man. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's cheap, cheap fucking get over having a fucking dog with you. It is. In a it movie. Is. It's hard to act with an animal, dude. Trust me. No, no I'm saying. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Gavin's you, you saying fucking, everyone, you, everyone's gonna you love fucking, Wolfie. Yeah, you take you can fucking tame my snake. How about that? <laughs> uh, you, can, you can work with that. I'll wrangle it. <laughs> That's what she said. You can wrangle my yeah. snake. You can wrangle my snake. Yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. Uh, I, I got nothing to say about Jim Belushi. Yeah. I love I love Jim Belushi. Fucking Jim. Um, Bill Mary Vin. Oh, I don't, I, I don't have enough good words for Bill Murray and his genius and the, the, oh, he's an American treasure. Oh, gee. He's also, he's also punk rock, but too old to know it. Yes. In a certain mood, I might say that Lost in Translation is my favorite movie ever. That ending? I love that fucking movie so right. much. Yeah. I love it. I fucking love it. Brilliant. Um, I will say he is the goat. 
No question about it, man. Um, I, I can't. I can't. It's a freaking goat, man. Um, next one, Vin. Kanye West. Uh, nah, I, I don't. I don't care enough to care. I guess that's not a great answer, but it's it is my answer. I don't. I don't care enough to care. Coffrey. Yeah, he's not on my radar. I kind of lump him with uh, that family that his wife is. Kardashians. Like, they're so off my radar that I don't have an opinion. Other than when he did that shit with Taylor Swift, I thought that was really weak. Yeah, he should have got punched in his face. Yeah, like a million percent, a million percent. Fuck that! Fuck that bullshit. She was she was like a little girl at the time too. Yeah. Like fuck you, man. You're trying to do some gimmick and get over on some fucking little girl. Like fuck off. I but, just remember uh, his, thinking like, his Yo, I other... wish you would have done that to it. Why you wouldn't have done that to no jig? Fuck no. Fuck no. And but all the stuff that he does, like the crazy nonsense that he does, that comes up once in a while. Yeah, like Trump. He's a shit. fucking. He's a worker. Yeah. And I don't fucking I don't I don't pay attention to workers, man. All right, um, I th- I th- I tried to like separate that and say let me listen to his music, and yes. I I hated everything I heard minus like the one he did with a uh, Jamie Foxx, like yeah, Gold I don't think he, yeah, I don't think yeah. he's I don't think any of his shit's good. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the only song I know that he's done. Yeah, to be quite honest with you. Uh, next one, Paz, Chief Keef. Um. I haven't kept up with him, but when he first came out, uh, I was a mark. But um, I saw him do this thing. He's obviously because this is a Chicago-based word association. He's from Chicago. He moved to LA. He had a show back in Chicago, and they weren't letting him in letting him do the show based on gang on some gang violence shit right and I saw this footage of him rapping in front of a green screen so that they could project it Uh Uh and it was so ridiculous looking and he was so awful as a performer (laughs) and that just sticks out of my head but I kind of dug when he came out I kind of dug his shit the uh, there was this joint called Sosa that he had. Love I, Sosa. I love that shit. I don't know anything about him, but I like the I like the uh, gimmick name. I think that's hard, Chief mm-hmm. Chief Keith. Yeah. Vinny, Lupe Fiasco. Nah, not for me. I don't even know what that is. I think that's the dude that had the skate push song. Yeah. Yeah, I like that song, but I, I don't that's about all I, I heard of him. All right, next one. Like you asked for, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, it had to be there. When Cameron was an Egyptian. <laughs> Cameron go. OG, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I love it. And I've watched, um, I like it, I, I like it to the point that I've watched, uh, like, behind the scenes kind of stuff, like, where they fuck up certain shots and, mm-hmm, like, uh, mm-hmm. dudes wearing a different jersey and the oh, same, yeah, I like in the, you know, the, yeah. I so like I care enough gimmick. about it to, 
have looked into that sort of thing. Yes, I would say definitely the height of John Hughes' career. Um, amazing movie. Wait, 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 wait. You think that's the best John Hughes movie? I mean, no, come on, bro. It's not look for, up, hold for on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause, 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 pause. Yeah, Pablo, right now, please look up a list of John Hughes movies, please. Wait, did you mean pause our recording or no, 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 no. Oh, okay. pause him? Uh, all right, saying what I got, saying. A, I got a good, nice list. Can we go down this list, please? All right, and, I'm go- and I, I would like everyone's opinion. This is all versus Ferris Bueller, better or not? Go. Okay. Breakfast Club. Better than Ferris Bueller. Sixteen. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. This Pablo said it's the height ah. of John Hughes movies. Ferris the Bueller. Breakfast Club is better than. Yes. 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 Ferris Bueller. Yes, go. Paul. Sixteen candles. Better Sixteen than candles Bueller. is better than Ferris yes. Bueller. Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah. is better. Than Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty pink. Better than Ferris better Bueller's than Day Ferris Off. Bueller. Weird Science. Better than Ferris. Better than Ferris Bueller. Home Alone. Not better than Ferris Bueller. But I like Home Alone. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Better than Ferris better Bueller. Than Ferris Bueller. Can't watch that movie. You what the fuck boring. is wrong with you? What the, what the fuck are you talking about? Put me to sleep. When you he fucking, fucking loses crazy. his mind. You're fucking crazy. Matt. What the fuck? You, you're, you, you're absolutely off on that. Next absolutely. to uh, Curly Sue is just the worst one he ever did. I don't know what that is. All right. Next one. Uncle Buck. I love Uncle Buck. So do I. I'm a John, but I'm a huge John Candy Mark. So love Uncle. I Buck. do too. I'm going to say better than Ferris Bueller. No, no, no. Yes. Take it back. When he <laughs> walks into that party, listen to me. He walks into that party, and Young MC is playing, and he's trying to talk to the kids. You know, and he's like, "Who's this? Grassroots?" Is maybe the greatest line of any movie ever. But that's like there's only three good lines in that movie. No, oh, stop. you're wrong. You're wrong. Macaulay Culkin is fucking hilarious in that, too. Some kind of wonderful. Absolutely better than Ferris Bueller. Brilliant. So good. It's saying that National Lampion's Vacation was his. Is that true? I don't know. I I don't think so. Maybe he was producer? Yeah. Regardless. Writer? Maybe he was a writer on it or something? Yeah, yeah. Either way, better than Ferris Bueller. Yeah, it might have been a producer. You seem to produce a lot. Um, and Curly Sue? I've, I don't know what that is. Isn't Jim Belushi in that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See? It all comes Keep in the family, man. Keep in the yeah, family. Man. Yeah, man. Um, let me go back to the other. Oh, shit. Um, so- and, yeah, and then um, I think Drill Bit Taylor was like the last one he did. I don't even know what that is. It was either. with um, the Owen, not Owen. Um, the fuck's his name? Joe Taylor. It is real. Looking at it right now. Owen Wilson. It's, it was horrible. It was horrible. I'm not hit. I'm not hit. But I think you're. 
so basically what we've learned is that Ferris Bueller is his worst movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. What of those do you put over Ferris or, or do you put Ferris Bueller over of the ones we listed? Pretty in pink. Nonsense. Out of here. You're crazy. Can Definitely. You, hold on. Time out. Time out. One second. Can you not do Pablo for a second and just do do you? Just be real. What I'm saying is Ferris Bueller's no, like... No, no, I don't want to hear any of this. I want... Mark, can you do listen, you? Listen, <laughs> those, the movies you're saying have a different uh, feel to me. They're more relationship movies. Ferris Bueller's more of a buddy movie. It it's happy. Matter. It's We're happy all day, every day. No, man, you're looking into it too deep. Which is a better movie? That's it. That's it. OJ, you sound kind of like low and muffled. Am I better now? Yeah. Okay. I, on, on which one I want to watch right now? I would watch Ferris Bueller all day. No. This Don't isn't like this is like this isn't like Saturday Night. <laughs> no. <I'm> no. <laughs> what? Listen, please stop. Don't be you. I'm not being me. I'm trying to be honest. <laughs> be a normal be person. <laughs> go down this list and honestly answer these questions. Not for the sake of argument, because we went into this not knowing if first Bueller was going to be better than any of these. Just calmly, collectively go down this list with some rational thought and tell me your opinion, please. Your opinion, please. I'm going to tell you, okay. Not better than Breakfast Club. Wrong. Not better than Sixteen Candles. This ben. motherfucker, Benny. What the fuck? No, he's saying it's not better. He's agreeing. Oh, Breakfast Club oh. is better. Sixteen oh. Candles is better. Pretty and Pink is not. Pretty and Pink is wrong. not. Wrong. 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 Weird Science wrong. is better. Home Alone wrong. is not. Plane Trains wrong. definitely not. Uncle Buck wrong. definitely not. Wrong. Some kind of wonderful. Come it's on, on, on now. I'm on the fence with that. Come on, what the fuck? Oh, I care about you being my drums and you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What's fucking wrong with you? What yeah, the fuck OJ, is wrong with really you? Yeah, OJ, you sound really low, bro. Pablo, does he to you? Or? Hello. Yeah, because he's freaking... Uh, I'm not. He's got the thing on his tummy, that's why. The iPad's on his tummy. It's like very low and very muffled. Oh, because it's... It, is it better now? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, let me... Uh, I'll fix it. No, you're fine. You're fine right now. I'm fine right now? Yeah. All right, I'm not going to move then. All right, so we figured that one out. So, no, we're still on some kind of wonderful and fucking Ferris, Ferris, Ferris Bueller. No fucking way. That some kind of wonderful is brilliant. But it's and that fucking And that fucking Lick the Tens cover of Can't Help But Falling In Love With You. Ah, dude. <sighs> Come on, Pablo. Stop. Stop. We've talked about some kind of wonderful easily ten times privately, if, and we've never talked about Ferris Bueller. Because I know you ain't gonna feel it. You don't feel it that way. I absolutely do. I said my original answer was that I'm looking up shit about his fucking jersey. I absolutely do. But if we're comparing these two movies, you're fucking out of your mind. Crazy. If you don't think some kind of wonderful is better than Ferris Bueller, 
Again, does, there's, there's two does, different movies to me. No, there's two different answers from you. It's a Pablo answer and a Mark <laughs> answer. I want the fucking, I want the fucking Mark answer. I don't want no goddamn Pablo fucking answer. I'm telling you, I'm sticking with my story. Ferris Bueller's better than some kind of wonderful. You're such a fucking dick. Why? Because I don't agree with you? You don't agree with me and you're fucking being Pablo. I didn't get I the know, girl in high I school, know. so I hate this movie. I, b- I believe, I actually believe him. Jeffrey. I don't. I don't. I, do. I don't. He's got that shitty fucking Pablo look on his As... fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. If Ferris Bueller's a funnier movie, and I pop for funny more than romantic comedy. It's not a romantic comedy. Would you fucking get out of here? Some Kind of Wolf the, was the a dark fucking... movie. Right. Well, it's definitely not a romantic comedy. I mean, if you want Right, to... and I want a comedy... Over that all day. I mean, I fine. That skinhead Duncan kicks in the door at the party at the Duncan's end. It's the best. I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm just saying he's no Abe Froyman. She, <laughs> she covers up her hand, Pat, the, when she's the chauffeur. The Chicago Sausage Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could watch all these all day and all night. I'm not saying that. All right. Yeah, Is that the end of the Chicago gimmick or no? There's plenty more, but I, I'll. I'll, uh... Let me go ahead. Hardball, the movie? Never saw it. Never saw it. Keanu Reeves is in it. I'll never fucking see that. Be nice. Be nice. It looks like it's like, um... I know crazy. He coach like kids in the hood in baseball. Yeah. It's a jerk-off movie. Yeah, never saw it. Um... Jerk-off movie. (laughs) Larry Hoover? Larry Hoover was a fucking goon gang shit. I'm not him. Founder of the street gangs called the Gangster's Disciples. He's a fucking heavy. Yeah. I'm not hip to him uh, as a person. Heavy. Okay. Next one is created in Chicago, allegedly, Brownies. I mean, if brownies were made in fucking Chicago, Chicago just went up on my list. Agreed. I don't. I, I, I don't know if that's accurate. What I don't know. About that? What's this uh, gentleman's name again? Abel. Adel Awad. Adel. If, if I need some, you need to send us some. Uh, we need data. It says the brownie was invented in. I will go to Wikipedia because they know all. Wikipedia it, says we invented the brownie. Right? <laughs> I don't know if that's absolutely. a fucking that's a great source, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? Go ahead, proceed. One legend about the creation of brownies is that Bertha Palmer, a prominent Chicago socialite, blah blah blah. So she moved she moved there from Philly though. That's what I heard. <laughs> I don't right? know Bertha. I don't know uh, Bertha, man. All right. I don't know this Bertha. I never kissed her. That was an inside the pot. Inside dinner. baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pads, uh, Walt Disney. He's from Chicago? No. Why, why can't he be? No, he's not from Chicago. This this motherfucker's making shit up. I feel like he is. Yeah. Who are you going to say next? John Lennon? Born <laughs> <laughs> in like, Chicago. Are you, just, are you just taking claim to everything? Fucking yeah. Chicago? Nah. Born in Chicago in 1901. No, he wasn't. Chicago wasn't even <laughs> Chicago in 1901. There what was, was no called? Chicago in 19. 19- what was it called? 
It was called Middle of the Country Land. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I wasn't a I wasn't a Disney person even as a child, so I I, I don't I don't know, man. I, I there's stories that he was a fucking Nazi though. I uh, uh, that's not a that's not a work. That's a shoot. There's stories he was a Nazi. So when the the Rona broke out, I got into this weird when Disneyland and World shut down. Yeah, and it was only the third time in their history that they ever shut down. You know, right? It was like a war, the, and no, I think it was um, nine eleven, and then like and World War II Kennedy, or no, Kennedy's, Kennedy's assassination. assassination. Yeah, so I got into this weird wormhole of of Disney facts, uh-huh. like the the actual place. Yeah, yeah, it's super fucking interesting, man. He used to have like a, a gimmick house. That he used to hang out in and watch all the motherfuckers. Like, he was there all the time. Can you send me this thing? This link? I I, I want to say I just looked it up on Google. Oh, okay. Like yeah, I think that's the, joint, um, that's the joint you can stay at now. It's like a year waiting list. Yeah, and You can correct, stay there for like correct. a week or whatever. They have a weird, um, there's like a weird members only club that yeah, is, yeah. they go to these places. And you pay this outrageous amount of money that, to be in this club, and they have like a clubhouse and like uh, just wacky shit, man. Yeah, that's wacky. People they also have friend. like they have like five hundred cats that they let out at night, and that's how there's no roaches. Jesus. And they have people or no rats, I mean, and they have um, people who walk around in secret and touch up the paint. You will you can never find a piece of faded or chipped paint in the entire place. They have a crew. That's on it all day long, just touching up paint. They each have sections. Wow! And you can't and you can't catch them doing it either. <laughs> <laughs> they they do it in the shadows, bro. Right. Yeah. Right. Shadow painting. They call Shadow painting. All right, I dig it. Yeah. Then John Wayne Gacy. I mean, I'm fucking petrified of clowns, and I'm not too fucking fond of being killed by one. And he fucking did both, so. You know, and the uh, Elliot Smith song is pretty all right. Which one's that? I think it's called John Wayne Gacy. Okay. Am I wrong there? You know me. I don't know names of songs. I just listen to the albums. Who the fuck has the song John Wayne Gacy? I am marking for the cooking, man. I love it so much. I, I almost asked because of you find it? It sounds like a sound effect. <laughs> Son of Sam? Did you uh, just type uh, in... I did. Smith, John Wayne Gacy. I did. Fuck. Oh, John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> John, John Wayne Gacy. Does, nothing's coming up. All right, let me find out who it is. Hold on. Result. The uh, I guess I'll go on John Wayne Gacy. I don't give a shit about him. I'm not a serial killer guy at all. Nah, neither am I. Chrissy's starting to get into that, and I'm, I'm, I'm a cult guy, but I'm Dude. not a serial killer guy. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you. There's aspects of that that weirdness that I like to find out about, but. There's motherfuckers who just went around killing motherfuckers. I, I have no interest in. Not, not. I don't understand the glorification. I don't understand. 
evenly interest in it. That guy was a piece of shit. Yeah. My, and my like, apologies, like mother- boys. It was uh, Sufjan Stevens. Not oh. and I he really came up. He came up, and I couldn't pronounce his name, so I didn't want to say it. I really like Sufjan Stevens. That song's heavy as fuck. Surfjan? Surfjan? Sufjan. French laugh. Surfjan Stevens. I said, check that song out, both of y'all. Okay. This, uh, to more left, one is, says H.H. H. Holmes, Illinois' Murder Castle. Do you know what that means? What nah, that is? I don't know what I mean. I don't, I don't like, let's, let's just make it my general answer for anything about motherfuckers killing motherfuckers. I don't like it. Uh, I think this is the one where the boy, uh, he like set all the booby traps in his house for people to like to die in. Okay. In like the 1893. Who cares about that? Okay. I don't. I don't even believe there was an 1893. <laughs> no. And final one is Derek Rose. The fucking mutt. I don't what know a, who that is. What a fucking mutt he is. Who's he? Basketball player. Detroit Pistons. Right. Yeah. yeah, but he he was the star of the Bulls, Chicago Bulls, and uh, got hurt and uh, said he was coming back and is a complete mutt. Is he so, Al- Allen Iverson? No, then fuck him. There you go. And that, my friends, is the Word Association Chicago edition. All right. Well, everyone knows what happens after Word Association. Uh, I. My spirit hasn't been drained yet after one return. Maybe maybe this will do it. And I'll put it back on the on the back burner. We'll see. <laughs> the this one's this one's great because it almost starts with an insult and then what it leads to the irony of insulting me first is is pretty great. And then the ask. Greg, yes. Yes, I see it coming. Dear Vin, hi. It's not convenient for me to communicate. (laughs) 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 It's not convenient for anybody, pal. Right. I mean, I. What do you think? It's it's convenient for me. Dear Vin, hi. It's not convenient for me to communicate. I live in Ukraine. We have a difficult situation now. Everyone was fired from work. I became a beggar, and I can't feed my family. Maybe someone will answer and can help me with at least one dollar. I will be very grateful. Thanks for any help and repost of this post. I am really very ashamed to ask people about money, but I don't have any options now. I have already sold things that I... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I have already sold things that I could sell... But there is nothing more to sell, and people themselves can't buy anything. Perhaps it looks like a fraud. Believe me, I would not write you if I really did not need help. Thanks for reading. Here is my account, and he gives me his bank account. Jeez. PayPal, and he gives me his PayPal. Maybe you will have the opportunity to at least help me with something. Yo, man, get the fuck out of here. Beat it. I got a mother. I got a son. One dollar? You can't do one dollar? Fuck him. 
He only asked for one dollar. Fuck is <clears throat> Yeah, I I think that's pretty uh low brow, man. Low brow. Four quarters, dude. He got he somehow got access to fucking email. He doesn't have access to anything and he can't communicate, but he's got no, that's a fucking Instagram. He's got a fucking Instagram, but right. he ain't got the fuck out of here. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> this one this one pops me because if you live in a cave somewhere, all right. This also he's writing me on Instagram. That's a direct connection to the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. Hello, I am big fan. You are the underground legend. Please, can you send me the link of your song Hannibal? You're on the internet. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand people who do that shit in general. No, no. You you know what I mean? Like, you just every everyday people, I don't understand that. Like, like unless... If like, I say, yo, he, he, yo, listen to this song. I'll send you the link. But if you were looking for that song, would you come to me and say, yo... Send me the link. Like I'm not looking it up on Google. Like you know what I'm right. like? It's crazy. Uh, it's so fucking weird, man. So like, fucking weird. And there's a hundred people between him and you. Like all his boys, his his brother, his sister. It's, it's they all know how to use the Google machine. And yo, it's not like he's like, yo, could you could you tell me what that song is where you say ba ba ba? Yeah, that's different. So motherfucking yeah. type it. Yeah. If you were like, yeah. yo, I heard this thing at, at this party, and I'm trying to get hip to your shit, and you were saying this part, I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's called this. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Good looking. Uh, that, uh, yeah, and it's not like your stuff is difficult to find. Right. It's okay. on probably 700 different platforms. You know the little um, emoji faces? The ones like that's like Jeff. Yes, Jeff. Yeah, I do that one all the time. Right. You're in shock. Okay, that's the first thing he's. This guy said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm already. Uh, yeah. Dad. Okay, it's the shocked bitmoji, then a YouTube link, then it says it's my beat set, master. I'm a Turkish beat maker, producer. Do you want to help my carrier? I'm assuming he meant career, right? Career. He wrote carrier, carrier pigeon. That's what's, he, what's he shocked by? That he was know. able to execute a fucking <laughs> email? I don't, yeah, I don't know. And I did not listen to the beat. Dear Vin. If I told you I was soul family, would you think I was crazy? I feel your frequency. Yes, I feel you are crazy. Soul? Spell soul. S-O-U-L. If I told you I was soul family, would you think I was crazy? I feel your frequency. That's like a term they use, I guess, over there? Over where? Where is he calling from? 
No, that's a separate one. Oh, Jesus. New, that was a new DMV. I'm in like Eastern, I'm in like Eastern Europe mode right now. I got you. I got you. I got you. Dear Vin, you know what? You're right. That's my fault because I didn't dear Vin it. So yeah, we're soul family, Vin. We know. I got you. Dear Vin, yo, I need help. I'm looking at moving to America, but I don't know how to go about it. <laughs> I know you're a very busy man, but you're legit the only American I can contact right now that isn't asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even. I like that. Uh, that last line is great, though. I'm pretty sure, like, the Ellis Island website is online 24-7. The what? Like, the Ellis Island uh, website. The green card website. The, the, the last line is great, though. That's awesome. You're the only person in the country who's awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. That was a good one. Yeah, he wants me to help him move to America. Uh, yeah, I didn't even I didn't even uh, go over that part. I just like that he thinks you're the only person in the country who's awake. Sure. Uh, that is it for this installation of DFN. That was great. And uh, it was my favorite one. Of, what are you drinking there, pal? You still drinking that tea? No, no, it's just water. Oh. I can't have too much tea before bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, means we. Uh, that means at least I ask if we have a Pablo Chipo tip. We do I've have. Been, I've been waiting months. We do have a Chipo tip. Is it Rona related? No. Well, like it, it's indirectly related to the Rona. All right. So this one is, um, I've been seeing this more and more over the months, and it's pissing me off, and it's a, it's a shoot at Verizon. Okay. So for Verizon Fios users, you get like gigabit speed. Which is like a thousand megabits. Okay. You're paying for that. It's not free. Okay. You're paying okay. a premium for this service. Okay. So like when I do stuff with the pockets, I'm I'm the shit hits the internet in two minutes. Right. That's how fast my shit is at home. Right. So I noticed my my porn wasn't very fast like four months ago. I'm like, what's going on with this? Watching it where? On your phone or on the computer? On the computer. Okay. It should well, be lightning how- fast. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the logistics, OG. No, no, the logistics are what matters. I agree. What you're what you're telling me is, you're sitting at the computer where you are now. Yes. And you're watching pornography on a large computer screen. Two, do a dual monitor. <laughs> you. Do, Just uh, hold on, hold on. At the compote. <laughs> Do you? I have so many questions. Do you have two porns going at once? No, never, never, never. You've never. never. <laughs> that could be. That could be like adventurous. You can spice it up with two separate porns. It'd be like a threesome. Threesome of porn. Okay, how do you go about doing this in a household with 900 people? This would have to happen when I be working from home when everybody was at school. <laughs> so that, there's, 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 a, there's a window of time where right. it happens. Right. 
that's the greatest answer you could have come up with. Thank I like you. That. Thank you. It's all it's all a chore. Everything's a chore. Anyway, I are know you still, said, are you still dealing with you um, porn? Oh yes. That's your problem right there. But agree. Uh, where do I where do I go? Hub man, hub. The hub. I don't, I don't use that either. What do you got? A secret thing? A little bit. Can you text it to me? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So you, anyway, you prefer, wait a minute. You All prefer right. this? You prefer this secret thing that you're texting me over the hub? Yes. Because there is um, more to choose from. Uh, they're all going to the same pool, though, at the end of the day. That's my question. Are we all pulling from the same? Uh, I'm pulling from whatever. Pud. I'm pulling from what you're pulling. <laughs> I just said pud. <laughs> awesome. Are we all pulling from the same internet pud is my right. question. I don't know about that. Oh, I've, I've been around that. I, I've, I've been on <laughs> <laughs> that. I've been on that block before, bro. You've been on that block. <laughs> yeah, you hugged that I, block before. I did. I had a, I had an issue there. Okay. Yeah. I went, all right. So, Pablo, go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, so I had to do some research on why my internet was so slow, and I think what happened was Verizon swapped my router out, and when they did, they ran a new cable. Now the cable was supposed to be the latest cable that's out. Which is called Cat Seven, but yet I was I was getting only it's irrelevant. But I was only getting a hundred when I checked my router, which means Verizon came in and fucked me and put the wrong cable in. Okay. So I had to go buy a new cable, run that personally through through my through my uh, my floor. So I got to drill a hole, run run another cable. Once I connect it, back to a thousand. So wow. what I'm saying what I'm saying to you is that. And I noticed this, they happened to somebody else I know, because when I was over their house, their internet was slow. So what I suggest to everybody is you log into your router at home, you go open up a web browser, you go to HTTP 192.168.1.1, you log into your home router. I'm just going to say, you, you research it later. You go to port, go to port configurations. Wait a minute. Can you pause for one second? Yes. Yes. In order to open your browser, you have to have like a hard uh, computer, like a. Um... No, no. You could do. You could use an iPad. But you just okay. need to know your password to get into your home router, which is usually sometimes it's on the back of the actual router, and usually people change that password when they first get it. So that's the whole thing of just getting into that. But once you have that, you have it forever. All right. And Are sometimes you this, Vince? What? Are you following this? Um, this isn't my area of expertise. I'm following. <laughs> but I don't understand. I, I, I'm, I'm just going to say the. I'm, I'm going to say the instructions for people to, to to check back later, and you can go over it slow. But I'm just saying, yeah. if your internet is slow and you're paying for gigabit speed or something or, the, or or something close to that, and you're not getting it, then. Verizon's installing it wrong on purpose, I think, to screw you over and <laughs> and fuck them. So yeah, but, yeah, but l- let me ask you this: Why? What's their motive in doing that? Right, they're getting the that bread the, from you. So what do they, they can't, That the, that people are um, they're not hogging up the lines. 
Like right, like right now, everybody's working from home. I guarantee all their lives are congested, and they're just they're, they're like a week away from the whole system crashing. Like people I've talked to that work at these cloud companies are saying they're like teetering on crashing because the whole world is working from home and on the internet, and it's not set up for that. I'm not working from home, Pablo. Neither are you, to be quite honest. No, but I but I would I usually do two three days at when I when I am working. Um, but now the whole world is. That, right. that, um, so anyway, log in your router, go to advanced settings, go to port configurations. If it's showing 100 and not 1,000, then Verizon is fucking you. And I would suggest go buy like a Cat 5E cable, run that, and you'll get back to a gigabit speed and screw Verizon. You, you literally physically ran this throughout your house? Yeah, I mean, I've run cable at my last house. I ran cables myself through my whole house, and this one I've only run it to this floor in the basement. Like where I'm at now, I had to drill through uh, like brick and wood to get what this the cable. Fuck? And Wait, then here's God. And then I ran cable from where I'm at now around the bend to my TV, so my TV could be hardwired. So I'm hardwired AO throughout the whole house on the first floor and basement. Can you just come to my house and check this for me instead of me trying to listen yes. to your instructions? Well, it, it, well, I you was also... going to say the same fucking exact thing. <laughs> when are you going to come over here? And give it my shit? But I don't, I don't think Comcast offers gigabit speed yet, so it's really only for uh, Verizon FiOS users. But I mean, I'm paying for it, so I want you know I want what's coming to me. Oh, you'll get what's coming. Yeah, I, mean, to you. I, I don't necessarily think that's a that's a cheap. Thing. I think you're. I think you're justified, Matt. I mean, but I was pretty pissed that I was fine. For, like, like when I was doing podcast stuff a year and a half ago. I mean, I'm uploading a lot of stuff to YouTube, and and the podcast yeah. is a large file, and that stuff right. was lightning fast. And then I was, you know, like four or five months ago, I was like, I mean, it's taking forever. You know, what I'm saying like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I I don't think it's like. It's nothing to make fun of you on. Yeah, it's, it, I do. You know, yeah, it's um. It's not. It's not a gimmick, Pablo Chipo one. It's a get what you pay for kind of one uh, that uh, I think people are overlooking because they don't know. Well, anything. no. What you're doing is you you're in the know of this sort of thing, so you're hip and some people. I mean, I certainly had no idea what the fuck you were even talking about. I still don't. Yeah, right. you you have a lot of people. I mean, nowadays there's like ten, twenty items that are devices that are at everyone's house that's on the internet. Yeah. Everyone's got two phones, an iPad. A game system, TVs, yeah, all that stuff is sucking your whole, whole your whole shit dry. Hey. <laughs> Can you come over here and suck my shit dry? Yeah, thank you, thank you. And that, my friends, is the Pablo Chip of the. That's really gross. It sucks something dry. Because you asked her, ah. I'll do it. All right, it dry. takes me a long. It, I, I have a. I don't care. My hose continues to run. You know? <laughs> Your cup runneth over. <laughs> uh, I saw you, know you close I... to popping yourself, so I let you go. When? Right now. It was the build-up. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to the mailbag. Let's get, let's get some, some serious stuff. Let's get down the brass tacks. <clears throat> and this one has some deep ones for both of you. No. First one. I don't know about that. First one, Vin. From, I get it. <laughs> from Andreas Soderberg. I know he's getting. He's getting. Uh, 
<laughs> Giddy just laid out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't and, eaten for like 12 hours. Andreas Soderberg writes, I have a question for Vin. Okay. Which boxer currently active is the best at going to the body and uses it frequently? Wow. Not many guys bang the body uh, like they should. Probably, probably Canelo. Canelo rips the body uh, often and well. So, yeah, Canelo Alvarez. Okay. Next one, I think, requires some deep thought. This one's from Patrick Baton. So you guys routinely mention band names casually from episode to episode, and occasionally a band receives a brief recognition for being hard as fuck with their title. So my question would be to the BSB board is, what band had the toughest name to match said band? My personal pick would be Nail Bomb. Their album art isn't a joke either. So what band's got a, a, a right. hard name that matches right. their style? Crucifix. Um, um, Slayer. Uh, I, that's hard, man. I mean, you can probably get you can go down the death metal route. There's probably every other one. You know what name was fucking hard? Raw deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and their stuff was hard hard as fuck too. Um, I think Nails is a great name. Yeah. Um, and they're they're hard. I I don't think you're a fan, but I am. Uh, Suicidal tendencies. Whoa. Yeah, that's hard. Sometimes with the mailbag, because we don't look at them beforehand, it's like thinking things on the spot is different than. I was going to hit you guys earlier, but I hate that Luna's losing the spot. I like that. Yeah, I like the spot. No, I like that we don't know. I'm just giving the reason why I'm not. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I I could think of incredible ones if you if I had you know. Yeah, I can't really think. You know. Mm Hmm. Yeah, a hundred are going to come to you as. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we'll we'll leave that one to like social media, and we'll add some as we see fit. All right. Thank you. Next one from Chuck Taylor. Dear Gimmick and Godfathers, I've had many conversations over the years as to who is responsible for the birth of pop punk. Since I am from the East Coast, I believe the Ramones are responsible. I've heard other people name several different bands like the Descendants as being the ones to first play pop punk. Since all of you are East Coast guys, could you give an unbiased opinion as to who you believe is the first band to ever play pop punk? The Descendants. Yeah, I mean, the the Ramones were really poppy, but... Yeah. Exactly. I... It's it, it became a genre. Yeah, exactly, and I don't think that's what their deal was. The Ramones were the Ramones, right? The Descendants. The way Slayer is Slayer. Correct. Slayer or um, the Descendants, I think, sort of started that trend of what is known as pop punk. I agree with that. All right, and last one is from. Correct. <laughs> Old friend of ours. Uh-huh. Hi, fellas. Is this a new letter? 
It's, I'll tell you in a second. Hi, fellas. Been a few. My apologies. But I was wondering if you have any awful Cody Mac questions this week. <laughs> I just talked to Cody literally two minutes before we started. And the, the reason why I posted this is, A, because I like when Craig shoots on Cody and vice versa. Okay. And B, because in the mailbag on the inbox, literally below this question is Cody six, six Cody Mac ones like, What's your favorite haircut? What's your favorite blah, blah, blah? You know how he gets he – re- so, correct, I don't know. He's, he's really right on this one that we do get bombarded with Cody Mack. We'll all go crazy for like two days straight, and then we won't hear from him for like six months. Are we reading um, any of the Cody Mack ones? No. Unless you want me to. I would like to see what level Cody is. Um, all right. Let me see if I let me see if I can switch. Especially since it's relevant to correct email. Okay, let me see. Are they indeed stupid or are they not? <laughs> Cody, are Mac. they are they indeed stupid? <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, I don't know, Vinny. What is your top three tours? Have you ever been on through your career? I hate that. I hate that question. All right. <laughs> Next one. And this one's dumb because I already explained this one in the snowman, snowman movie. If they made a BSB movie, who would play each of you? But you can't choose your own. The other three, two have to choose for you. Bonus. Who would play some of the OG gimmick gang? And who would play stupid correct and I? <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> um, uh, one, let's do one more. Also, I want to be a guest call in for Word Association one episode. Or if not, can we do a Cody Mac edition where I can send in the Word Association list to you guys? So Please. I'm assuming he Say might have. Part again. He wants to either sit in on Word Association or send, one, or send one in, which we've. That's how long ago these are from. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Send one in. Yeah, send one in. I bet he – let me see. Let me check because I have a different folder called the Word Association folder. Let me see if he if he did. Yes, he did. So we'll do he his did. next – we'll do his next week. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. And that, my friends, is the mailbag, which leads us to, if I'm not mistaken, recommendations. It does. Uh, you guys want me to start? Yes, please. Uh, I spoke about it earlier. <clears throat> it's a book called Crossover. Crossover, The Edge, Where Hardcore Punk and Metal Collide. Uh, it's written by a Greek kid named Alexandros Anasidius. Anasidius. Um, it's 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 really good. Um, bands in here uh, that it covers: Agnostic Front, Chromax, Crumb Suckers, Leeway, Iceman, Sod, NYC Mayhem, Carnivore, uh, Gangrene, Nuclear Assault. There's there's chapters on each band and their contribution and their leap from hardcore or punk into this this crossover sound that we spoke over earlier. 
um, DRI, corrosion and conformity. Excel? Uh, Excel's in here, verbal abuse. Um, it, it, it's 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 kind of dope. It goes from coasts. It goes East Coast to Middle America, the West Coast, and that's where obviously Excel is and suicidal, and the accused who Gavin and I are, and Pablo are big uh, fans wow. of yeah. blast um, attitude adjustment, and then um, it goes to the UK. You know, um, English dogs. And, and and stuff like that. It's it's really dope. Um, so yeah, it's uh it's called crossover the edge where hardcore punk and metal collide. And uh, I butchered the kid's name. His first name's Alexandros, but yeah, it's really dope. It's on uh, Cherry Red Books. It's dope. Pablo OG. I'll go. <clears throat> um, there's this OG uh, IG account called Milo the Cat. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He does these cartoon hip-hop mashups where he cuts, like, old-school 80s cartoons to do, like, 80, uh, you know, classic hip-hop songs, and he lines up the, the mouse to fit right. It's really hilarious, funny stuff. He um, actually did cheesesteaks. I don't know if you Oh, word? Yeah. Uh, no, let me, let me find it. Yeah. Because I just got hip to him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he's so I've, I've been, I was starting to go in his back catalog, but I didn't hit him yet. But let me, I'll peep that. His yeah, name is M Y L O the cat. Jeffrey? I got an Instagram. This kid's name is Nat. He is Australian. Oh my God. This he's like a metal man. punk rock kid. His Instagram is Nat, N A T S underscore what? underscore i underscore reckon this kid is he he cooks on his instagram and he <laughs> is the funniest motherfucker man he is he is he shows motherfuckers like how to make um different soups and and whatever instead of eating the package thing he shows you how to make it and he's just like he's got this natural fucking sort of humor about him it's very um, dry. He's from Australia, but it's very dry Brit humor. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, really fucking funny. find it, I uploaded his video, one of his videos on my Instagram, which is Box Cutter Pazzy, and tagged him in it. So if you have trouble finding it, go to Box Cutter Pazzy, and, and, and one, I put up one of his videos, and, and he's tagged in my video. Gavin hip, hip, meets him, and he posts a lot of, like, th two, three-minute videos, and he's fucking hilarious yeah he's really funny and he's like uh he's cool man he's like a metal kid and he plays like uh you know different fucking punk rock songs in his some of his videos and stuff he's got a bunch of tattoos he's he seems like a good kid yeah right isn't he like like just put the fucking butter in there yeah yeah like it's his, not yeah. like a cooking show cooking show no, but no. His, his way of fucking communicating is fucking hilarious yeah yeah, I wouldn't do it justice if I tried to imitate it, but just check it out. What the fuck else are you doing? Absolutely. Sake? Right. All right, that's it for this episode. Uh, I don't think we're going anywhere anytime soon, so it looks like we're going to be doing these. People seem happy about it. Yeah, I haven't. I uh, you, you get the feedback, B, so I guess we got to make sure we let heads know on the 
uh, BSB Instagram. And I know there's a gimmick gang page. We still have a Broad Street Breakdown Facebook page. Yes. Yeah, we really got to promote that we're back. <clears throat> and we have, we're, with this one right here, this is three episodes that we're back, in, including the one where you went rogue. Good episode. So, you know, <laughs> everyone needs to know we're back. Yeah, I feel you. All right, I'm, all, so, I'm on it. All right, that's it for this week, and uh, we'll definitely see you all next week. All right? Peace. Bye. Yo, Bronx, niggas weird. I've been a fucking legend for years. Validation never needed, so I never seek it. God forbid niggas get their money quietly. Let love quietly take charge of the driver's seat. Word. I'm just seeking to hire me, energy, maybe down the road, Nike hire me, nothing new, they iron me, hard to do it quietly, haters are loud, bitch, they don't know why she loud, leader of that crowd, love to smoke loud, but she don't love to buy it, shit cause a riot, shit, bad as it sound, we need those close, word, to stay on your toes and off your torso, appreciate your space in the cosmos, water, I bring life, hard open but closed, forgave but I learned from it, might still hurt, and bills don't pause, still get up and work. Trust is all love, even when it's fuck you. Feeling let go, don't let that shit hug you. I can't lie, I tried and sucked every time. Hear it or they don't, and don't fuck up my goal. Nah, this is a different boat, got you on the rescue. Must be nice before it's God bless you. They don't fuck with them facts, don't make them less true. So God bless until that clock gets you. Ha.